Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody this is steve i just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast uh hit us up at eilf movies that's everything i learned from movies on twitter facebook and instagram uh we're also on patreon if you want to check that out but our homepage is with the age of radio network at ageofradio.org slash everything i learned from movies and if you're looking for some amazing art check out my wife's etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com all kinds of great stuff there also follow us at podcartfest that's p-o-d-c-a-r-t-f-e-s-t for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting it's uh it's actually pretty cool check it out so yeah on that note let's get to the show Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy The man who didn't man today Obeyed to warn you not to harm his people His name? Robin of Loxley <laughs> The prodigal son returns I swear you'll protect her for me. With the one true weapon that escapes, you will. Courage. I swore to your brother that I would protect you. I will not rest until my father's avenged. I swear by my own blood. String him up with the other. When I killed the sheriff's men, came out like you. You are nothing like us. I fight against the tyrant who holds you under his boot. If you would be free men, then you must fight. Join us now. Join Robin Hood. To tell the sheriff for every harm he does these people, I will visit it back on him tenfold. Sacrifice an act of honor. I heard today that the sheriff now values your neck at 500 gold pieces. Would you prefer pay for Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are celebrating Hood Movie Month. Woo! Yeah. In the hood. 
good. With 1991's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah! Oh, but we are not alone for this one. Oh my god, should I put on pants? No, no need for that shit. Okay. Uh, because we are here with Brendan from What Were They Thinking Podcast. Welcome, Brendan! Uh, hello. How are you and your families? Wait, is this Brendan or Kevin Costner? I can't tell. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. L- let me do my impression. Hello. I'm, my name is Kevin. Uh, is that convincing? Welcome, Brandon! Hey! Woo! Energy! <laughs> What's up, jerks? Oh, wait, sorry. That's not my thing. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. I want to see Jason Medzoukas as Robin Hood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Amazing. Join us for our next castaway to see if that's a thing. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm here to rob you. <laughs> I'm here to rob you, and that's bananas. Ah, <laughs> uh, babe, how about you? I'm a little thirsty. I'm a little sober. Yes. Uh, Brendan, uh, are you uh, drinking anything on your end? I am drinking a mixture of uh, uh, Captain Morgan's spiced rum and some Diet Coke. Ooh. In a frosty mug. Ooh, so fancy. On a coaster. Whoa. Well, he's too classy for this podcast. Say, Kick him off. Dub, Mr. Coaster. <laughs> oh no, what's going on? I'm going to the abyss. <laughs> Coaster. Steve, what do you call it? <laughs> a car hole. A garage. <laughs> ah, but uh, babe, on our end, uh, we have something from Melvin Brewing uh, in Alpine. Alpine, Wyoming. <laughs> it's their Pilsner. P-I-L-S-G-N-A-R Pilsner. Yeah. Uh, looks like there's an elephant in the back. It's got an elephant in the back. It's like got a some... robot zombie. Yeah, some sort of like post-apocalyptic robot uh, dressed as a homeless person. With it's a... a robot zombie. It's a zombot. I thought, uh, yeah. I'll I go with that. Gonna, I thought you were going to say uh, elephant in the back, party in the front. <laughs> I want to know what that haircut is, by the way. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, we are constantly inspired, refreshing, and challenged by the rugged yet beautiful terrain of the west coast of Wyoming. What? Uh, the beer you are holding is Liquid Sunshine, and the perfect comp- companion on your next outdoor expedition. Pack it in, pack it out, and add some pills to your gnarly life. There's a coast in Wyoming? Apparently. Uh, yeah, the uh, the west coast of Wyoming. I uh, believe it's Evanston. I mean, don't they have that big fossil lake? <laughs> anyway, I have no idea. Uh, but my top. Oh, his top. Nice. And the pool. Yeah. Ooh, this is a beautiful crystal clear beer. Super, super pale gold. It's got a white foamy head. So foamy. Uh, with tiny little bubbles that are not dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles not dissipating quickly. Super mild aroma. A little bit of piney hop and that's about it. Like it's and a little bit of citrus maybe. Yeah, I mean this is... It's just really thin. Like, it's uh, basically like international lager almost. Like, there's not a lot of hop characteristic on it. This is it. deceiving for 4.8% alcohol. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I think just nice, light, all-day drinker. A little citrusy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could get drunk on this. That's Melvin's Pilsnar. Pilsnar! <laughs> oh. But Brandon, <laughs> Izzy... Steve. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Uh, Brendan, am I to understand you had never seen this movie before? 
Uh, no, I had never seen this one. I had seen Robin Hood Men in Tights, which I'm assuming is the sequel. Uh, actually, it's the other way around. Or, oh. oh. No, wait. No, wait. No, you're right. You're right. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. I thought it was uh, weird that Mel Brooks was doing the sequel, but, I, I, you know, I was in. Yeah, yeah. It's a shot-for-shot shot remake, I believe. It's like a psycho <laughs> situation. Yeah. Add that masturbation scene. Woo! Oh, boy. <laughs> what are you... Fine, just keep rolling, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Wait, can, well, hold can on. Be, can you be ready on set in ten minutes? Are you are you leading us into the premise of uh, <laughs> that 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 was just an, a happy accident on set? Yeah, I mean, look, I haven't interviewed uh, Gus Van Sant yet. Okay, but uh, that is at the top of the list for the questions. We have some theories. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's <laughs> coming. It's coming. It's coming. Is he? Had you not seen this before? Like bits and pieces, you were saying? I had not seen this all the way through. I had caught bits and pieces, like, on bits TV. And bits and bulbs throughout my life. Mm. And, you know, it was always one of those, like, eh, I don't think I, you know, I'll watch it from the beginning. I'll catch it again. Eh. But then watching the beginning, it's just like, oh, I might have started this and gone, well, I don't think this is what the TV guide says it is. So, moving on. Because, hmm. I don't know, I've seen this movie dozens if not maybe a hundred times over the course Jesus. of my life uh we watched the extended version though so yeah! there was some new stuff there for me with that so how long but, is uh, the original cut of this movie originally it's two hours and 23 minutes the oh. extended version is 235 so okay it's like 12 minutes of bonus footage yeah so it's not like okay i thought it was like a, a 30 minute difference Oh, no, no. Okay. No, nothing like that. Oh, no. And Steve knows exactly what scenes were added just, back in. I was watching this, and I'm like, wait, well, yeah, it usually cuts from here to this other scene. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's basically just more Alan Rickman, which It's I just more Alan Rickman. <laughs> Apparently, according to Steve, uh, they just cut, like, most of the Black Magic uh, plot line. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> uh, but this comes from director Kevin Reynolds. Oh, he's Steve. Oh, he's Ryan's older brother. No, yeah. I, that may not be true. Uh, it's his dad oh yeah probably. Just, just don't say he's dead steve <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fool me five times shame on me, <laughs> fool me. Okay. uh but kevin reynolds directed fandango and beast of war and then this which i mean i hadn't heard of the other two but i assume they're okay uh then he also went on to do Waterworld, 187 <laughs> the count of monte cristo tristan and is old oh i remember that i remember that movie for some reason even though i've never seen it i think hugh jackman was in it wasn't he i thought that was a james franco movie maybe there were a couple of count of monte cristos no and... that's right hugh jackman was in kate and leopold that's why i keep confusing yeah. the, and then uh man in there and mask there were a couple of those too and i seem to remember all the ads running together oh like count of monte cristo and man in there and mask I always yeah. Got those mixed up. yeah what is yeah. isn't monte cristo that's the one with guy pierce right yeah guy pierce and uh jim caviezel right and then yeah. man in the iron mask is leo yeah okay yeah. okay kevin reynolds also did that uh hatfield and mccoy miniseries that was big a decade ago and uh maybe a movie coming soon risen haven't heard of that one steve what's that well joseph fines as jesus (laughs) maybe coming soon Uh, but the (laughs) but the story slash screenplay for this movie comes from penn densham and john watson who are they steve well uh brendan have yes. you heard of a little movie called A Gnome Named Norm? 
just watched that recently. Yep. They wrote that. Oh. Then this, like what? immediately after. What? <laughs> well, it's like two years difference is all. They're so, the same movie, Steve. I mean, of course, if they did. So was. Where did you get that? So was a no. So did they hand in their resume and it just said uh, it just had a picture of like Anthony Michael Hall and the gnome and they were like, "Yep." So when do we start? <laughs> Yep. And then uh, after this, uh, let's see, there's a movie called Taking Liberty. Uh, the creators of Space Rangers, never heard of that one. Sure. Mall Flanders, I've heard of that one. I haven't seen it though. Oh yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's Ned Flanders' wife. That's Maud. <laughs> uh, Her name uh, originally was Maul. And then uh, they also worked with the Magnificent Seven TV series I never heard of and uh, wrote three episodes of The Outer Limits. Okay. All right. Which we must have seen since we watched all of them recently. We did watch all of them. <laughs> well, we watched the newer, the 90s one. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, oh, these, okay. these guys lived in the 90s, not the <laughs> late 60s or whatever. Also, Taking Liberty, another movie that I've heard the title of a bunch of times that I've never seen. Yeah. I For some reason, when I think Taking Liberty, I think of, uh, what was that one where Sinbad was... Uh... <laughs> Protecting the first daughter or something like first, that. Wasn't first kid or something? Maybe. Oh. I, I uh, think of that Katie movie. Katie Holmes was the first. I don't know. I think <laughs> of that movie where, like, isn't there a movie where, like, uh, Michael Keaton is the uh, Michael Keaton is the president and, like, his daughter's, like, going out and having fun or something? Yeah. Is it Katie Holmes? Maybe. Maybe that, I don't know. Uh, truth be told, I haven't seen any of these movies. I've only remembering the trailers from like 20 years ago <laughs> yeah i remember seeing the trailers in theaters and I'm like well i'll probably never watch that <laughs> hey dawson's greek all right no <laughs> uh but of course the cast for this movie oh my gosh everybody's favorite shakespearean thespian kevin costner Ooh, as robin boy. of loxley yeah yeah uh, Morgan Freeman as Azim, Alan Rickman as the Sheriff of Nottingham. Uh, we find out his name is George. Uh, <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio as Marion. Scarface. Christian is Slater. I was going to say Scarface's <laughs> sister. That's right. And uh, from the Abyss that we did uh, a yeah. month or so ago. <laughs> solid, solid 90s actress that didn't uh, gain as much uh, fame as maybe she should have, but she was she was pretty solid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't know. I thought she was kind of wafy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, here we go. <laughs> and Christian Slater as RKO because he came the fuck out of nowhere in this movie. <laughs> he was Will Scarlet. Uh, Got Michael Wincott, Nick Bramble, Michael McShane. Uh, who else? Oh, and uh, special guest stars will be popping up later. Also oh. playing the role of RKO. <laughs> Steve. I'm not going to say who it is right now, but at the end, when that cameo comes up, I sa- I out loud said, fuck yes. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to spoil it for you. Oh, I'm so I glad I, I did. Oh, I've seen this part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so glad I didn't look it up. Like I, I, I looked it up a little bit just to see the, like the main cast. And obviously this person was not listed. So then when he showed up, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's right. Uh. <gasps> oh, so, Brandon, how does this movie start out? Well, this movie starts out, we find out that uh, it was written by Everybody Loves Raymond's father, because Peter Boyle, or he has some sort of credit, edited by uh, his father, sorry, because Peter Boyle has a credit at the beginning, and I was like, oh, I, okay, I guess he took some time off to do this. 
It starts off, doesn't it start off with like uh, Robin of Loxley and like a bunch of other people are like being held prison by the Turks? Yeah, well, okay, even before that though, um, did the music sound familiar to anybody? Yes, it sure yes, did. Very much so. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, Morgan Creek. All right, it's this music. Oh, that's right. It's the entire soundtrack for this movie between <laughs> that and, uh, you know, Brian Adams. Oh, on. man. When that came out, it blew my mind, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just did yes. not expect to hear an actual song in, like, a period piece. <laughs> As number one for like 14 weeks, my friend. <laughs> You're welcome from Canada. Yep, yep. Oh, by the way, fun fact. He also stars in this movie as the Balladeer. Sure. Yeah. Whoever yeah, that I was. Couldn't tell you when or where in the movie. Maybe he plays a guitar in the, the Ewok village they live in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he stars as a Balladeer. So Brian Adams stars as a guy who sings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Stretch. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but yeah, so we get the the opening credits over I don't know a tapestry of uh, the story of Robin Hood, and then it's like, all right, cool, yeah, Morgan Creek music is pretty sweet, blah blah blah. Cut to 12th century. It's the Crusades. We're in Jerusalem, baby. Woo! Yeah. Everybody's frolicking. It's so uplifting. Yep, just, just like it is today. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we got to like a dungeon, as Brendan was saying, where uh, hands are about to be cut off. Yeah! (laughs) Hand chopping! I just wrote down that these Turks are quite a handful. (laughs) And it's also surprisingly violent for PG-13. Right, okay. I I hadn't seen this first part in a while. Well, actually, I hadn't seen this movie in probably a good 20 years. I'm going to spoil right up ahead. I kind of really like this movie. Well, yeah. So you guys can save your opinions to the end. I'm going to gush all over this thing. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, this is my favorite villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alan Rickman is a good part, for sure. Yeah. Alan, is Alan Rickman ever not good? Uh, Nah. No, he he, he always brought it. <laughs> Gone too soon. Yeah. Anyway. How, uh, Hans so... <laughs> Gruber, what a hack, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even come back for the sequel. Yeah, what was, what was up with that? Did this cool stunt, and then he was like, peace. <laughs> All right, so so yeah, we got Kevin Cos. I guess his buddy from the Crusades or whatever was about to get his hands cut off because he wasn't telling him where the king is or something. Like, I don't know, probably with the army. Who cares? But uh, but Kevin Costner's like, hey, take my arms instead. Or, you know, take my hands instead. Psych! And they, like, chop the other guy's arms off like it's turkey shoot. And... (laughs) Psych! The king's with your mom! (laughs) I just... When you said take my hands instead, all I could think of was, like, a a hacky comedian be like, take my hands! Please! Take them! (laughs) So, yeah. So, yeah, they start escaping. Uh, He frees uh, the only other prisoner that he could in the time given... Uh, played by Morgan Freeman, it's Azim, and he's a Moor. <gasps> he's oh, that, in love. Oh, that's right. And he, and they, it's a Moor. That's right. <laughs> and they and they grabbed his buddy too, Peter. Who, let's face it, we knew he was going to die just oh, yeah. from moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Peter was on his way out. Peter Pe- was petering out. But Peter, oh shit! 
<laughs> but but is it, Peter is like, here, take this ring, give it to my sister Marion, and bone her. Yeah. Yeah, take the one ring. <laughs> Nobody's ever fought over that before. And I'm like, Marion? <gasps> Maid Marion? Oh, shit. Oh. Not Maid Marianne? <laughs> or Marianne other... Faithful? <laughs> yeah, say it was Marianne in the uh, the other 91 Robin Hood movie. Check last week. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and also his buddy Azim is like, nope. Uh, you saved my life. Now I'm going to stick around with you till I save yours. So, okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> Smash cut to across the, the seas, the Loxley Castle, where uh, we find Lord Loxley and his uh, assistant Duncan. Uh, apparently there's an evil moon out. And it's like, oh boy, this is going to look good for him. Uh, somebody comes in and they're like, oh, Saya, someone's, I don't know, shagging the sheep. He's like, oh, I'll take care of this. Goes out on his white horse, all knighted up, ready to go. And uh, waiting right outside is, I don't know, the KKK? <laughs> like guy, guys covered in white robes with white hoods. And, I mean... Oh, yeah, that's... No, that's what I wrote, too. I wrote down, uh, oh, Alan Rickman is commanding the KKK. <laughs> he is the Grand Dragon. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, Sheriff's there, pulls the hood off, and he's like, hey... You could join us or you could die. And of course, Lord Loxley's like, well, let me consider. Ah! It starts charging at him. And yeah, he gets killed. <laughs> uh, four months later, we go to the White Cliffs of Dover, as we do, Woo! because it's a movie about England. And uh, <laughs> we see uh, Kevin Costner leading a, a nice little raft. I, I guess they took it all the way across the channel because I, I didn't see a bigger ship that they came from. Yeah, yeah, they 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 took that little uh, that little fishing boat. But uh, yeah, they get to the shore, dives his face in the sand. He's like, "I'm home, I'm home." And As he rolls around in the sand and mud, he's gonna be fucking cold. Oh yeah, and then uh, <laughs> you know, Robin's back home. He's come up out of the yeah! sand, and then <gasps> there was four other random white dudes that were on the raft, and they. They attack Robin, but Azim is there to, like, whoop him around. Okay, with this scene, I I've always had this because it's not a great fight scene by any means. No, no. Was it just, like, Robin paid these guys to attack so then Azim would, like, save him and then it's like, nope, that, that that's bullshit. I'm still going to hang out with you. Is that what the situation was or... Uh, so what I th I think it is is um, I think that it's supposed to be like they paid these four guys like for a spot on their boat to get across like they were coming across anyway and then when those four guys got there uh, they probably assumed these two were like wanted for some reason and we're gonna like take their heads to the king for a reward. Oh okay. I thought right, they well. attacked. I thought they attacked uh, um, Azim. I thought they oh. like grabbed Azim and then uh like and then Robin Hood was like, Well, you can't blame me for trying or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, because he says something like that too, where it's like uh, like like he doesn't like kill the guys or anything either. Like he he wounds them and they like scatter off or whatever, but and, and then he's like, Yeah, you have to do better than Christian and, and yeah, Kevin Kevin or I'm sorry, Robin's like well, you can't blame me for trying. It's like, nope, I stay with you until my life debt is paid and it's like Oh, so so wait. Well, if he wasn't paying attention, were you gonna stab? Uh, pay? Did you pay a bunch of guys to stab Azim? 
<laughs> or or was he doing that to kind of make him be like, oh, saving this guy's life's not worth it. I guess I'll leave. Yeah, I, I like, don't know. It, it was kind of a weird, weird, stupid, pointless scene, but it's like, hey, we need a, a little action because we haven't had a Loxley killed in the last three minutes. <laughs> uh, so they're friends still. Uh, we we get him like walking across the English countryside and uh, uh, Robin reaches up and goes, hey, look, mistletoe. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't like where oh, this is going. No. Hey, if this was 2020, if this was 2021 version, they would make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We have a we have a custom in my country. Costner and Morgan Freeman together at last, the way they want it. Finally, that's on my bucket list. (laughs) Eh? Eh? He's in the movie. He's in that movie. Oh Oh my god. Three thousand miles to Graceland. All right. Imagine if in that movie, the, if, if in that movie, the bucket list, one of the things on his list was make out with Kevin Costner. That'd be fucking great. Half like a Kevin the movie, Klein they're just looking me. for him. And three thousand miles to Graceland, the movie where I tried to kill my husband after his emergency surgery. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> tried to kill me with laughter. <laughs> There's a great scene right at the end uh, where um, the SWAT team is trying to knock down the door and Steve and his, I mean, definitely you were high on some painkiller mood. True. was like, I wonder who's the guy who gets to like, what was it? Uh, I, I wonder how to, how they decide who gets to bash in the door as the other guys go running in to, you know, because, because, you know, whenever you're in that situation, it's like, boot, there's the one guy with the, the battering ramp that knocks down the door. And then like seven guys with machine guns running into a place mm-hmm. where there's eight other people with machine guns and blah, blah, blah. While the yeah. guy with the hammer gets to stay behind. Cause you know, he's, he's got the battering ram. Yeah. He jumps behind the door. But, uh, but I was wondering like, I, I should have asked my dad, like, do they just like draw straws or how, like, does it like a rotating thing? And, uh, Izzy said something along like, Oh no, usually it's like a make a wish kid. <laughs> and, oh my God. And I obviously found that hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh no, my stitches. I can't laugh. Yeah. And then he couldn't stop trying to laugh yeah. because he was trying to not laugh over a make a wish kitchen. Your, your, your first mistake, Steve, was you were trying to not laugh while watching 3,000 Miles to Graceland yeah. in the first place. Yeah. It is a great, great little movie, but uh, yeah, I just picture this little kid like, go get him, fuckers! And then, you know, <laughs> as they're like running by. It was either this or meet John Cena! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's two wishes <laughs> oh marine six make it happen <laughs> marine six make a wish <laughs> wait is that also like that also sounds like it could be the thing he says before he kills someone <laughs> <laughs> really great if like you, the trailer is like you just see Cena's intense face saying like make a wish and then you hear wow oh, I feel good camera pans around it's a make a wish kid <laughs> that, sounds like, that sounds more of a like a 12 round situation <laughs> yeah. uh, John shit. Cena is Davy Wish in <laughs> <laughs> make a wish make a wish <laughs> Oh. Uh, speaking of children, uh, during this walk, we basically find out R- R- Robin's kind of a little child. Like, I, I don't know if he's oh, just yeah. excited to be back home or whatever, but he's he, he he's like the annoying little kid, like talking to his aim, like, hey, 
hey, do you guys, you guys got like bread where you come from? Hey, hey, what about this? What, 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 wait, oh, now you're praying? Oh, man, you pray like all day. Like you've been hanging out for four months. You know he does this shit, right? He's really ignorant of Azim's culture. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a little rich white guy who got sent off to, to war. <laughs> no, from what I understand, he uh, he went to the Crusades pouting, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, we found out later. It's like, oh, yeah, but never. I got uh, a fight with my dad, decided to go yeah, join the Crusades. My, my dad was running through them hoes, and I didn't like it, so I ran off. And it's like, oh, okay, that's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, while uh, Azim's doing his midday prayer facing mecca and all that fun stuff uh we see a young boy being chased by six men on horseback (gasps) the start of the uh weinstein line oh no (laughs) wait who produced this movie (laughs) was it a miramax film i don't think it was no (laughs) not this time remember also we get that amazing terrific gravelly voiced um um oh my michael God. wincott michael wincott thank you yeah <laughs> this boy has killed the king's deer <sighs> oh well this is on my land so uh fuck her off if you would it's like and who are you robin of loxley uh, kill him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice. I love this movie. <laughs> I I just I was excited to see Michael Wincott. I don't remember the last time I saw a movie that he was in. I mean, he owned like the early '90s, like Three Musketeers sure. and The Crow, and yeah, like he he's that dude. But I don't know. I guess he stopped the mid '90s and James Remar took over for all of the gravelly voice roles. <laughs> Yeah, Michael Wincott was like had been beaten down a little bit and he was he was crawling over to the corner, got the hot tag to James Remar. Remar came in, House of Fire. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Let's see what Michael Wincott's been up to. Oh no. Don't worry, Steve, you're gonna edit the fuck out of this anyway, so Dating Kelly McGillis, what? What? I'm just joking. Let's pull up his MDB. <laughs> he was in Michael as himself. Oh, he was in uh, Uncredited in Ghost in the Shell. The new Apparently, one? Yeah, yeah, 2017. Uh, he's been in like two episodes of Westworld as Old Bill. Okay. Uh, let's see, what's the last thing we would have seen? Uh, oh, he was in that Hitchcock. Oh, he played Ed Gein, Ed Gein in Hitchcock, the uh, the serial killer guy. Oh. Huh. The, the Anthony Hopkins Hitchcock movie? Uh, Yes. I saw that. Like, I think I saw that when it came out. I think that was a while ago, though. Yeah, yeah, it was like 2012. Um, yeah, yeah. What just happened? 2008. Like he, oh, uh, he just pops up like every couple of years. It's like uh, assassination of Richard Nixon. Yeah, uh, Treasure Planet 2002. Yeah, Count of Monte Cristo 2000. Yeah, basically around 2002, he just kind of. Yeah, Alien Resurrection, of course. Metro. Everybody remembers yeah, that movie. Strange Days. That's what I saw him in recently ish actually i did see alien resurrection not that long ago oh that's right because you hadn't yeah. seen him uh, or at least the first one right i hadn't seen the first one and then i had seen like bits of the third one i think and i had not seen the fourth one at all yeah it was weird also i'm pretty sure ron perlman is playing the exact same character that he played in blade 2 oh of course yeah well yeah <laughs> around the same time right yeah <laughs> they got the guy with the big chin yeah uh, yeah 
so yeah, so uh, basically, uh, Michael Wincott says, "Kill him!" And then we get a nice little uh, five-on-one fight. Kevin Costner just slaying those knights. Yeah, 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 And then uh, yeah, he ends up like whooping. Uh, Mike, well, Michael Wincott plays a uh, guy of Gisborne or Guy of Gisborne. I'm not sure how you're supposed to say it. But, it's uh, guy. Right? Yeah, we'll say guy. <laughs> Nephew guy. Yeah. No, he's just a guy. But yeah, basically he's like, uh, yay, why don't you uh, r- run on back to the sheriff and uh, tell him Robin of Loxley's back and this is my land and, you know, suck it, whatever. And uh, so, yeah, he he trots off and uh, the, bo- the boy runs off too. the boy they were chasing or whatever. And then Azim comes in. He's like, hey, you were supposed to help. Like, hey, you're alive. You got this. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right, yeah, because he's like, were you just sitting there praying? And he's like, I get to choose when to save your life. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that's a pretty interesting way to do it. Because like if he's killed, it's like, oh, well, I guess I have nothing to protect anymore. I guess I I have my freedom. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go pop up in that new Guy Ritchie King Arthur movie, number five. (laughs) There's something coming up that made me think of that a lot. Oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Okay. Right, so so we go to Nottingham Castle. Yeah. And uh, the 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 cousin guy of Gisborne uh, interrupts the sheriff. Uh, Brendan, what's the sheriff doing? Um, he's raping a lady. He's not raping her. He's definitely posi- putting himself in a position. And oh, he's uh, about to rape a lady. Yeah, and I just have written down. Oh my God, how old is that girl? Oh yeah, she's. <laughs> Yeah, she's very young. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, yeah, like, I, he is clearly in the dominant position, and she does not look like she's super into it. Yeah, I so, didn't tell you to cover up. Yeah, right, yeah. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> also, at the very beginning, I was like, whoa, is that how we're getting introduced to Maid Marion? <laughs> I thought that was yeah. her. No, no. I was like, oh, no, no, not, not quite yet, not quite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the sheriff but, is cock-blocked is by this? his nephew. A Hercules movie? Ugh. Right, that's what I, I thought of that too. I thought of the John Morrison Hercules movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So, so the sheriff's cocklocked by the cousin, uh, basically like, oh, Robin of Luxley is back, and of course Alan Rickman is just eating up all the scenery, and I fucking oh, love it. So good. Uh, we also see that uh, somebody is uh, spying on them through a little hole in the wall. <gasps> mm-hmm. Little peephole. And then, oh, uh, glory hole. so, uh, the, the sheriff needs some guidance. So he goes up the stairs to this little tower room that holds Mortiana. <gasps> Brendan, who's Mortiana? It's, she's a fucking witch. She's a witch. There's a, there's a, okay. So this is, this is the King Arthur part because all I could think of was like j- <laughs> the part in King Arthur that had me the, like, well, not the most perplexed because goddamn that, that movie's crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that Jude Law had a witch in that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so when the witch shows up in this movie, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Look, I was okay. Like, I didn't, you, I didn't you talk know... shit on King Arthur all the time. What's the first thing you really see in that movie? A giant fucking war elephant. Is yeah! a snake popping up the ender really that out of place? <laughs> I mean, the effects were still terrible when the snake pops up. So good. So anyway, so yeah, good. yeah. So, uh, so the sheriff has a witch. What the fuck? And, yeah. Uh, she basically tells his fortune with you know the blood and the tossing of the bone dice or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, she's uh, reading bones, babe. Yeah. But she sees 
their deaths. And uh, basically, her basically her guy says, uh, "Yeah, kill them both. Kill Robin and the painted man." Oh yeah, when she called him the painted man, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, movie, <laughs> slow down." It's, it's it's 12th century England. It possibly could have been worse. You know? Well, doesn't he have tattoos on his face? Uh, I think uh, it's just the Morgan Freeman freckles. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, the I, I I know it looks like tattoos or whatever. No, 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 no. Like I know he's got his thing, but like it's at some point there was, uh, when, no, 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 like like when when they were in the prison camp, and then there's not like a ton of like close-ups on his face, but he had at least drawn on like oh does like it? like some geometric stuff, oh, I, I but just, that might have been that might have been like henna, it might have like washed off later. Maybe I, I thought it was just Morgan Freeman's uh, freckles with his wrinkles kind of connecting the dots. He, he definitely at one point had like like markings on his face. So I just assumed it was like tattoos. Oh, okay. He's, he's had those old man wrinkles since he was ten years old. Yeah, he, since like the electric company. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's uh, my trademark. That's right. So then we go back to Loxley Castle, which uh you know hasn't been occupied apparently in four months. Um, and Robin and Azim, they're, you know, checking out like, hello, anybody here, father? Um, well, yeah, he's got tattoos on his face. They're, they're like drawn on dots. Oh, do you uh, see the symmetrical okay. dots on his face? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He's tattooed. That's why he's the painted man. He's tattooed. Yes, he's tattooed. <laughs> the plane was the plane. The plane, the plane. Yeah. yeah. See, it's like henna dots. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, you're off the hook, witch. <laughs> you're not racist yet. <laughs> so does that make you two racist for assuming it was racist? No. To assume it was a racist remark? I mean, is it really racist <laughs> to assume that a lot of stuff is racist these days, considering how people talk? How, how, would, I mean, how would you describe the guy that robbed the liquor store? Well, he was a painted man. Okay, <laughs> yeah, what I does mean... that mean exactly? Oh, he had a tattoo, a nice little heart on his. Just uh, like the shoulder. gypsy woman said. <laughs> By the way, guys, <laughs> whoa, there was there's a Zim action figures. Well, of course there is. Oh, they they have all of the action figures for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I want a Zim. <laughs> Get your happy meal today, folks. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, back at Loxley Castle, uh, they find uh, Robin's father. Of course, he's in. Uh, I, I don't know. He's in a birdcage being pecked at by vultures because he's been dead for four months. But um, but they also find another person. It's Duncan! But he has oh, no eyes. Oh, Shit. Duncan. Why did I write down Dudley? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I wrote down, I see Dudley, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever, and it's not even his fucking name. Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> well, that's my time. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. And so it's at this time that uh, Robin swears a blood oath to avenge his father. Oh! <laughs> the first step in this plan, let's uh, let's go see what the neighbor's up to. Because uh, we need a place to stay. Oh, yeah. And oh, this is where someone, Duncan kind of makes a vaguely racist remark, doesn't he, about Azim? Because oh. he's like, oh, oh. I, I hope it's not a moor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, basically they're, um, uh, yeah, so they go to Maid Marian's castle, um, and, but Robin's the only one le- that's allowed in by the uh, the person at the door, because, you know, it's like, man, if Marian will talk to you, but the, the more, you know, the uh, the other fellas have to wait out here, no weapons, that kind of thing. 
And so, yeah, Duncan and Azim are out there. And uh, Duncan, yeah, Duncan's like going on. And hey, it's good that Robin's back from the Crusades. Filthy Moors causing all this thing. <laughs> Azim, that's an odd name for an Englishman. Like, what, Wait, where did you say you were from? Yeah, he's like yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, great stuff. Um, also, this is also this is also where Robin Hood sees the first lady, and it's not Maid Marian, but she pretends to be, and he gives a reaction as if to say, "Oh, you got nasty." Yeah, he's like, "Girl, you thickened up." Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and I remember the first time watching this as a kid, like, oh, that's Marion? I distinctly remember Mary Elizabeth Master Antonio from the commercial, so you're not fooling anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, but then uh, while he's talking to what he thinks has made Marion, I don't know, a ninja knight pops up behind (laughs) him and like holds a knife to the throat or something and is like, all right, well, I guess... uh, (laughs) Guess you're taking me out of here. Oh, nah. and then they fight, and there's a little fight scene, and uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> oh, that's right. He like holds the the attacker's hand like over a candle or something, and she goes, ah! <laughs> and this scene also has like uh, a really great dialogue exchange because she he tells her like what he's there to do or whatever, and Marion is like. You're the little boy that would set girl set my hair on fire when we were when we were kids, and he says war changes a man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like I was that I was that young boy until I went to war. That's right. When I went to war at thirteen, that changed me because now yeah. I'm what is he like thirty five? Kevin Costner. I so. no longer <laughs> set women's hair on fire. I only burn people that aren't Christians. That's right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, he did go to the Crusades. It's true. It's true. I, I only cut people's hands off because they were going to cut mine off, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but then, wait, hold on a second. Did you say he's 35 in this movie? Oh, I think he's like 36 or 37. Maybe it's in my fun facts. He's but just yeah, always he's, looked he's like in that. his mid 30s. Yeah, no, Izzy, exactly, because I watched this and I was like, how was he 50 in 1991? Yeah, he, he's always been like 47 and a half. Yeah. I mean, I think even in the big chill, when he when he plays a, a corpse, I was like, oh, he died in his mid-40s. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. Uh, but then we hear Azim up on the wall, Christian, come up here! And uh, we see that Robin is introduced to what a telescope is. Um, cause he looks into it and sees men coming in instantly freaks out like they're right in front of him. <laughs> it's a funny little scene guys. Um, but yeah, basically Robin's like, well, there's like eight of the sheriff's men on the way. So we need to get the hell out of here. And Marion's like, here, take a couple horses. I'll just say you stole them. Mm. <laughs> like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> oh, that's right. And then Michael Winkoff shows up and he's like, yeah, like one of my favorite lines in this movie is like, "A crown to the man who brings me the head of Loxley, m'lady." <laughs> like, yeah, and then he just fucks off. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say it's at this point where Christian Slater pops up into the movie, and I wrote down not knowing who he plays. I wrote, "Holy shit, is he playing Little John?" <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, so Robin and Azim they go running off into the haunted woods of Sherwood Woo! Forest, and so the men don't follow or whatever. They're they're, they're they're gone, and 
they come to the river crossing as you know from robin hood and uh robin's like well we'll see if it's uh you know deep enough we can take the horses across blah 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 gets tripped up by a rope whoop and then we get uh <laughs> christian slater dropping rhymes <laughs> this, this is the only scene where christian slater tries for an accent yeah yeah and they, thank god he drops it yeah so he okay so Kevin Costner's not doing an accent either, but they're doing this kind of weird, like sing song delivery, like to kind of make it sound sort of like an affectation. I think Christian Slater's doing that more, but I I don't know. I noticed a little bit on Kevin Costner and I was like, what are you going for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The accents, uh, there's some stuff in fun facts about it, but basically they, they were like, yeah, don't even try it. Um, so yeah, so he gets tripped up and, uh, basically gets ambushed by, you know, a dozen men or so popping up out of the woods. Ah, ah, you gotta pay a tax to cross the river. And gotta pay into... the troll toll to get into <laughs> voice hole. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, we're introduced to the real little John played by Nick Brimble. You might know him from our previous episode of Frankenstein Unbound, <laughs> where he played Franken the monster. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Those eyes. Anyway. So yeah, basically he's like, well, I have no money, so I can't really pay a tax. Like, ah, oh, what about this uh, cross necklace you got here? It's like, uh, it's like the only thing I have, and it's also like a cross and necklace. Like, well, I'll fight you for it. <laughs> stick fight, stick fight. But yeah, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, Little John makes quick work of him, knocks him down a waterfall. But, you know, Robin doesn't give up so easily. But he asks Azim for advice. And uh, what's the advice that Azim gives him? What does he say to him? Get up! Move faster! Oh, right, right. I gotta say, too, Robin Hood fights him like a a professional, like a pro wrestling heel. Yeah. Like, he he is a dirty, dirty fighter. Yeah. (laughs) The only way I think the only way he gains the advantage early, he literally attacks him from behind, and then another point he just like uh, hits him in the nads with a stick. Yeah, well, you know, when, <laughs> hey, when it comes to river stick fights, I mean, the nads aren't off limits. Right? Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't aware. When did those rules change? Well, it's always been that way for the American rules. I don't know about uh, the, Canadian rules. The, the Queen's rules. I guess uh, politeness is not in the rules. Also, just like in Hercules, still disappointed that they have river and they have sticks and they're not playing any sticks. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great? Just in the yes. background. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, I mean, they're in the river, so I mean, come sail away, right? <laughs> yeah. As they're getting to the white cliffs of Dover, come sail away. <laughs> mixed with I'm home, that. I'm home. Mixed with that white cliffs of Dover song, too. <laughs> Jesus. It, it, it's like a sticks cover of that song. <laughs> oh shit! Keep that for your keep that for your own ideas, guys. TM that quick. Yeah, TM TM. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so the eventually Robin gets the upper hand and knocks Little John into the water, and this is where we find out he can't swim. Oh no! And, and Robin's like, "Do you yield? Do you yield? Yes. Oh, All right, cool. Oh, Why don't you just stand oh, up, put your feet oh, down? This water's like six oh, inches deep. I'm not even sure how we submerged you in the first place." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Christian Slater, a.k.a. Will Scarlet, is still not a big fan. 
No, not a fan at all. Uh, we get a nice little uh, fireside chat where they introduce everybody. You know, little John makes his mead. Uh, there's a bunch of racism towards Azim. Yeah, oh, yeah. And Christian Slater feels way too, like, slick and smooth and, oh, like, Jesus, shiny yes. for this movie. Like, I jokingly said he's too, like, he's too good-looking for this movie. But it's because, like, he just stands out. Everybody else is, like, you know, grimy and, like, roughed up and all of that. And he just, like, comes in and is, like, glowing. Yeah, him him and Kevin Costner both have, like, MacGyver-like 90s hair. Like, just the But at least Kevin cloth. Costner looks, like, dirty in this movie. Yeah, at times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that actually stood out to me too, Izzy, because I was like, oh, Christian Slater looks like he's just come straight from like cuffs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't yeah. look so, like, <laughs> yeah, like he's. Like, oh my God, I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, pump up the volume, Christian Slater. You're in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's yeah. not doing serious roles like he did in, uh, I don't know, Interview with the Vampire? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Alone in the Dark. Oh, geez. No, that's much later. Everybody's gonna know him, obviously, as Slater <laughs> from Archer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, they're going around the room and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're outlaws, so we don't have to pay taxes because the you know sheriff and everybody's just doing it just because they can." And you know, they have swords and shit. And uh, Robin's like, "Well, why don't you just fight back?" And like, "Yeah, yeah, we might just do that, there, rich boy. Yeah, why don't, why don't you call the cops, see what they do?" Yeah. Kind of <laughs> yeah. ACAB, Robin Hood. That's right. And then, okay, this is where we get the, the first of the, uh, I think I think it's the first of the extra scenes, because then I have written down, is the sheriff doing satanic witchcraft? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Because yeah, no- and he also says, he also says uh, something about Christianity, and he's like, it's basically the same thing. Yeah. It's so funny. It's great. <laughs> I, I just, Alan Rickman is just chewing up the scenery and it's fucking fantastic. He's the only one to me, honestly, one of the few anyway, that like gets it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, he knows exactly what movie he's in and he knows what character like the, we're like later he's, there's going to be a scene where he's like, like ritual sacrificing something. And then he turns around and starts chewing on a bone. Yeah. It's like yeah. covered in raw meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like if everybody was kind of, um, had that same energy or that same air about the movie, like, I think it would improve by, like, a thousand percent. And I'm even fine with, like, Costner as, as like, Robin Hood being, like, the straight guy, like, like, like playing it Costnery. But, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody else needed to, like, amp it up just a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, uh, guys, we'll get into some of the uh, the alternate casting that was going on with this oh, movie. Originally. How many roles did Nick Cage say he was going to play? Nick Cage wasn't a big thing in 1991 when this was shot. Vampire's Kiss had already come out and shocked America. Yes. That's, <laughs> everybody knew Vampire's Kiss at that time. Yeah. It, made, it made hundreds of thousands of dollars, Steve. What are you talking about? <laughs> that, that's why the next movie anybody remembers is like Deadfall. <laughs> dozens of people saw that movie steve dozens, dozens. baker's <laughs> dozens yeah. uh so yeah then we cut to uh the next uh, i guess next sunday there's church and uh robin dresses up as a homeless person or hobo or whatever and uh robin gets, hobo <laughs> yeah he's going to get alms because he's poor that's right uh but he also meets up with maid marion hey marion i'm yeah. a dirty street urchin now oh robin 
you know there's a reward for 100 gold pieces on your head. Oh shit, I should turn myself in. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about doing it myself. Yeah. By but, the way, uh, take a bath, please. No, that that would ruin the dirty street urchin appeal. Come on. But if I'm to if I'm to to fuck you, please. Oh, bake. they're not quite there yet, guys. Oh, you're they're, not they're still like, yet. oh, you're the guy that used to pull my hand, make me scream your name. Wait, what? But doesn't she oh. tell? Doesn't she tell him to take a bath in this scene though? He, he, yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she, yes. like if I have to go against my countrymen, then you have to take a bath. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like that's a fair trade-off. <laughs> right. Yeah, hey, but... they they're making they made the same deal with Trump. <laughs> Wait, who had to take a bath? Donald Trump? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the Illuminati. <laughs> I think the sheriff of Nottingham would have been a better president. Uh, I mean, at least Alan, more charismatic. Oh, Alan Rickman for president. Oh. <laughs> it could still happen. Wait. Wait, no, what? He's a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason why that can't happen. Just <laughs> the one reason. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, we get. They should uh, spend the next... weekend with him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steve, you were saying. Hmm. Weekend at Rickman's. All right. Uh. So. So yeah, we get some exposition. The sheriff is like building up an army and you know, getting a lot of funds to finance basically a coup. Hmm. Uh, oh so no! Then, stop relating it to real life. <laughs> wait. What are you talking about, Brendan? Is something going on in your country? Um, so then. So then Robin goes to see the priest, and uh, basically because uh, apparently. The reason they gave for killing his father and like burning the castle ground stuff is they were saying that his father was a devil worshiper. <gasps> so he goes to the priest and the priest is like, I, I'm sorry, my son. He confessed it like three times. I didn't even really have to ask him. He was just like, I, I want to have a clean slate before I get roasted alive in a birdcage. I mean, we were like gouging his eyeballs out. Yeah. And we'd already, you know, raped and pillaged most of the village. Yeah. Hey, that rhymes. I'm a priest rapper now. <laughs> all right so, word rap. for word we have, he's, the rabbit rabbi no so and this is also ooh. meanwhile here at church this is where a sheriff uh gives a present to maid marion because he's trying oh, to woo her shit. it's a nice little uh little jewel encrusted dagger hmm. i wonder if that'll play in the movie later let's find out so the I guess the sheriff is like going up to also talk to the priest or whatever as Robin's leaving. So he like opens the door and uh, the sheriff like looks up like the fuck is this dude here for? And then Robin like pulls out a dagger and just cuts him on the cheek. Oh yeah! shit! And then runs like hell, slamming <laughs> the door behind him. <laughs> and then he uh, he makes his exit through like the bell tower or whatever. And we get the timeless lines from the sheriff of Rottingham. Brendan, do you want to do it? Uh, I don't have that written down. Which line was it? Have you guys never seen this movie? All right. <laughs> Loxley, I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And then that gets to the great exchange later where Michael Wincott is like, but how would you use a spoon? Oh, anyway, sorry. Why how would you use a spoon? I don't understand. It would hurt more. It would take longer, you fucking ninny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Oh God! Yeah. You fucking ninny. Yeah. So, uh, so Robin goes back to uh, the forest, and he's basically like, "Hey, uh, so I kind of cut the sheriff of Nottingham in the cheek, and like, you know, started a war." Wait, you were close enough to him, and you didn't just stab him in the heart, right? But uh, 
No, I didn't. I, <laughs> it's not good form. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so then uh, the sheriff is, you know, hey, I raise the taxes and, you know, make sure, you know, we get all this money back before the barons return. I want Robin Hood dead. Oh, I do and, know the line here. That's great. What's that? Christmas is canceled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no more merciful beheadings. And cancel Christmas. <laughs> I also like to where you mentioned uh, Rob, Robin Hood goes back and says, yeah, so I like, sorry, guys, but I totes cut the sheriff on the cheek. He's just basically like, so I guess we're all like at war with him now. So well, yeah, they're like, you started a war. Like, actually, we're already at war. Join me and we'll fight up so you can live in your homes again. <laughs> and Will Perfectly Scarlet rest. comes over and like holds the top of his forehead back. And he's like, we should just turn you in, man. Yeah. yeah, man. I could get 500 gold pieces for you, man. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, Izzy, that you mentioned that Christian Slater is like the one guy, in, well, one of the, I think the top one in this movie that like really seems out of place, like in a modern sense, because he's also the only person in this movie that he gets to drop the F bomb later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get one. And that also made me be like, that was out of place. <laughs> Speaking of which, okay, so villages are being burned, all that fun yeah. stuff. Like, and uh, and Will's not too happy about it, and so he pulls a knife on Robin, and so Robin oh, like shoot. grabs his bow, arrow, thump, shoomp right through his fucking hand. Yeah. Fucking from dusk till dawn's his ass. Yep. Will that come back later? Not really. No. <laughs> I does, mean, does Will Scarlet start playing his hand as a whistle? Nope. I mean, Will Scarlet's just. <laughs> pissed at him for number a number of reasons now yeah yeah will scarlet there's no scene of him like using duct tape on his hand and salma <laughs> hayek like drooling at watching him doing it yeah nothing like that yeah uh instead we get our nice little training montage because robin's yeah! training the, the the merry men to fight back and they build an entire ewok village yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> so then okay then there's a scene here where they like rob the uh the the carriage or whatever and robin's like flirting with the girl and i just have written down is that the girl from earlier that the sheriff of nottingham was gonna rape all the girls that the sheriff has look the same yeah yeah. I, for some reason, I, all I could think of was to all the girls I've loved before. Oh, <laughs> uh, Julio. <laughs> Wait, so, Izzy, are you saying you have um, white girl Nottingham face blindness? I think I have some white lady face blindness going on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so then we get a nice little fun fact here because they like raise the reward to like 25,000 gold pieces or some shit like Woo! that. That's a king's ransom. Right? That seems like a lot. Why would that be? Apparently, in the last five months, he stole four or five million crowns. Holy shit. <laughs> and, or, yeah, three to four million. That's what it was. And it was like, holy shit. He's effective. <laughs> Apparently, that was one hell of a montage we missed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a deleted, deleted scene. And then, uh, see so what happens from here. Oh, yeah, we introduce uh, Friar Tuck. Uh, who's like traveling with like 20 soldiers and uh, basically they end up like dividing the forces and ambushing them and hiding the corpses. They got the King's mead, babe. Yeah. Gotta protect the King's mead. Get that mead. 
and then there's another bonus scene here at the end when they like steal uh, the the carriage that I guess has reinforcements or whatever in it. And then Azim flips that bitch into the river and drowning Woo! them. That wasn't in a yeah. theatrical cut. Murder those soldiers. Yeah. Robin's like, oh, what are we going to do with these guys? We should uh, take them out of the boundaries or whatever. And then Azim's like, fuck this. And yeah. he sends them into the river. I mean, they do. I mean, to, to their credit, Michael Wincott does get suckered into that classic move, guys. That classic, uh, we can't move the log distraction. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get those guys. I actually thought so I don't know, I've seen like a few Robin Hood movies. I thought this was like the moment where what was the one I saw? I think I saw the Disney one and I saw the Errol Flynn one. Because there's a moment here in those versions where they actually Guy Gisborne actually gets taken into the camp and they like mock him for a while and then send him back. So I thought like that was gonna happen with Michael Wincott, but it didn't. Oh no, yeah, not this one. Um, Yeah. Or maybe it's even the sheriff that it happens to. Either way. Yeah, say not this one, though. Uh, in this one, though, they have, now have this nice big chest full of gold that was going to be used, I guess, to, you know, pay off the the new army of the sheriff. And uh, the friar basically decides to join because, like, hey, you guys have more fun. Why not? Uh, but this is after putting up a little bit of a fight and uh, having to pull the cart with the gold in it. Yeah. And, show, and, yeah. and the mead and... Yeah, he boot fucks Robin Hood in the face. Yeah, he oh. sure did. <laughs> oh, oh, Izzy, I'm sorry. You got a little excited there. I apologize. Oh. Yeah, give me that size 12. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, so uh, after that happens, we cut to, I don't know, a forge, I guess, where they're uh, making all the new swords and stuff for the sheriff's army. Oh, Sorry, just before you get to this part, there's a part I, I noticed I had I have to address right now. Do it. Um, there was a moment where we saw the sheriff with like these ladies, and was he setting up his hooker dates? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this is yeah with the line with the you know and cancel Christmas. But yeah, there's a sign where it's like you <laughs> ten thirty, like, you ten forty five, ten forty. Bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I die. I had to pause the movie because I laughed so hard at that. Yeah. I was like, Alan Rickman is just like you. I have fifteen minutes for, and then you right after. <laughs> and then I love it. Bring a friend at the end. Bring a friend. <laughs> he's getting all kinds of ass. That's right. Well, he's the sheriff. It's good yeah. to be the sheriff. Except for here in the forge, the sheriff is being told that, yeah. So me and all the men that were taking the uh, the the gold to your army, um, I I honestly don't know what happened. I was chasing dudes that had a log, and I came back, and everybody was gone. Uh, I kind of fucked up, bro. And but he's uh, like, oh. Sheriff's like, well, yeah, you're my cousin. I could never be mad at you. What happens? Spoiler, Brandon? spoiler alert. Stabbed in the stomach. <laughs> yep. And I was like, oh, I don't remember Michael Wincott being killed this early in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get a nice little scene where uh, Marion is attacked by the, <laughs> the, the merry man that did the log thing. And, Basically, she gets the better of him and is like, yeah, well, take me to this Robin Hood. I I wrote down that they're basically like Merry and Pippin from Lord of the Rings. Oh, absolutely. Right? Oh, my God. 
If not those little brownies or whatever from Willow. (laughs) And then, oh, and then, by the way, immediately following this, Kevin Costner is buck naked. And it is like apparently the hottest thing she's ever seen. Oh, yeah. He's taking that bath in the waterfall or whatever. And she's like, oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is that the postman? That's right. Oh. Is, is that my field of dreams? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Is that the draft day? <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that I, I guess I podcast? have a few days to kill. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Mr. Brooks coming up on the podcast, guys? Come on. <laughs> we only do bad movies, Brendan. So, uh, so yeah, eventually... Uh, uh, Robin Hood takes her to the village, still buck naked. Um, no. <laughs> Wait, what? No. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the extended people. version? No. Um, no, but they go back to the Ewok village, and um, we get a whole, uh, yeah, just a whole bunch of bullshit, like flirting, like, oh, can you make the shot with the arrow when it counts? And she, like, blows in his ear and throws him off, and yeah, whatever. Uh, but we do. No chemistry. Zero chemistry. <laughs> Like negative chemistry, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, but we do get the incredible line uh, from the friar where he's about talking about praising the maker for wheat's true purpose, beer. Yeah, has friar talk been an alcoholic in like every Robin Hood adaptation? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, like like other ones we've seen, it's been uh, wine, it's been mead, it's you know. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of the best version of Robin Hood, which is, of course, the Disney animated one. Okay. The fox one? Come on, the animals one? That's great. I, 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 Brendan, this may shock you. I haven't seen that since I was a baby. Oh, Steve, it's pretty fantastic. I'm not allowed in the Disney vault. <laughs> well, you are now. Actually, that's a lie. I have Disney Plus now. I have no excuse. Yeah, Robin Hood. Disney Plus. I really haven't. Yeah, we even started The Mandalorian. What the hell's wrong with us? Uh, you know what? This weekend. All right, let's do it. It's okay, we guys. Have a weekend. You got, you got it's only two seasons, and you got lots of time till season three. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, they're in the Ewok village, and Robin shows off the uh, uh, the gold storage room that they have now, and she's basically like, "Hoo And I thought you were hot when you were <laughs> when you were just naked and poor. <laughs> but uh, no. <laughs> Uh, basically he's like no no we're getting all this money so then we can pay the army to fight the sheriff so fuck him and she's like oh well in that case here have this nice bejeweled dagger of mine oh Mm. it it means nothing to me don't don't worry about it It, it, that's the dagger that's the dagger that uh the sheriff gave to her earlier yeah that's correct and then robin's like oh she has a whole thing dagger and take this dagger it doesn't mean a lot to me i mean somebody gave it to me but i don't really like it you know what just take the dagger (laughs) (laughs) take my dagger please which makes me sort of think like oh does marion sort maybe sort of have a thing for the sheriff because she like acts really weird about the dagger (laughs) she's like here take it i don't want it and robin's like i'm gonna take that put it in my sock that would be quite the twist if the whole time Mary was just like, I think I love the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, she, she's Without like playing a, both sides. That's how I, I would do it in a gritty crush. reboot. She's like, well, the Sheriff has power, but Robin is kind of charming and he has a lot of money that he's been stealing. But have you seen Alan Rickman with his shirt off? I mean, yeah. damn, that's what we were robbed of. Alan Rickman 
is I'm just gonna say he is a handsome devil in this movie. Oh yeah, oh he is so fucking charismatic. I like I know which one of the two of them I'd side with. <laughs> oh well, especially like, especially, especially like how good he is just like makes Kevin Costner stick out that much more. You know what I mean? Like because Alan Rickman just facts. owns it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, uh, apparently there's a rumor. It's unfounded. It was an IMDb where it's basically like, apparently they cut out a lot of Alan Rickman scenes, even more than the extended cut did because he was upstaging Kevin Costner. Uh. And this goes back to my theory that I think like you get the best performances out of actors when they're villains. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh. could you imagine if we'd had Alan Rickman as a hook? Oh shit. Alan I mean, Rickman is Captain Hook. We were I mean, robbed. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it would pass Dustin Hoffman. That's a pretty legendary performance. <laughs> I, I mean, it's Dustin Hoffman's best performance. That's for but sure. Don't we want to live in a world where we can compare the two? Let's let hold on, Steve. Steve, let's calm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> Name me one better Dustin Hoffman performance. Rain Man. <laughs> oh, uh, Brendan, you never go full retard. Oh, get out. <laughs> He wasn't in Get Out. I think you need to rewatch that movie. I'm pretty well, sure he played well, Bradley Whitford. Get Out. I thought pretty, it was Richard Jenkins. Pretty sure he played Bradley Whitford in that movie. <laughs> he played Bradley Whitford. You who heard then me. played another character. No. That's right. I would have voted for Obama for a third term, is what he says in that film. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so on that note, uh, <laughs> at dinner, uh, little girl asks Azim, "Did God paint you?" Oh, yeah. Anyway. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I laughed so hard at that part. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, we get a whole thing. Like, uh, yeah, Robin gives a whole thing. Like, nobility is not a birthright. It's something that's given to you by your actions or some bullshit. And then, yeah, here's where he drops the whole thing about, oh, yeah, my father had an affair when I was 12 years old and I never forgave him for it. So then I, uh, I ran off to, you know, join the Crusades, as one does. <laughs> yeah, I, I was ran so off mad the... that my my dad, after my mom had been dead for years and years, finally decided to fuck somebody else that I ran off and joined a war. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I went off to persecute people who didn't want to be Christians because my dad wanted to fuck someone. And now that I'm back and 21 years old, like, wait, what was that, Kevin? No. Uh, uh, excuse me? <laughs> No, 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 no. Fuck off, Steve. He is not supposed to be 21. Don't tell me that. Yeah, I doubt it. Dad. Okay. You scared me first. I'm sure he's at least 23. Uh, so then uh, we find out that little John's wife, Fanny, is in trouble. <gasps> She's having a baby. But it hasn't turned. And there's only one person that can help. Azim! But there's there's a problem. Everybody's a goddamn racist in this movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, Except so, yeah, for like Robin Hood. That's about it. Well, uh, well oh, no, yeah, you're yeah, right. Just you're the right, guy that right. was fighting the Crusades for the last decade. Yeah, yeah he's nope. the one that's not a racist. Nope, take it back. Take it back. <laughs> he's one of the good ones, you might say. No, oh, uh, no. Fight people on both sides. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Both sides. All right. So then uh, Azim basically helps with the baby being born um, and the baby and Fanny lives and Friar Tuck has learned of his wicked ways and he'll try not to be so racist to everybody. 
I, said, I wrote down. I literally wrote down. Um, all Azim had to do was to, to stop the racism is to literally save a woman's life. And a baby. And a baby. And probably a kitten or two. I don't know. We must have, <laughs> maybe that was in the extended version. The, yeah, the super the extended version. <laughs> Oh no, God. not my puppy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Th- then we get a nice little scene where they're celebrating because, you know, the baby, blah, blah, blah. Joyous occasion. And uh, Will Scarlet asked Marion to dance. But then, out of nowhere, like an RKO. Yeah! Uh, Robin shows up and is like, I believe she's spoken for. Ooh, cock blocked. Yeah. Stop pushing Will Scarlet, Robin Hood. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Then we get a nice little foggy English morning the next day as they say farewell when they literally send Marion down the river with uh, Pip and Mary or whatever, the, the two, By the the two way, bumblefucks. This also has like the mo like one of those tropey lines. Anytime, every time there's a fucking blind character in a movie, they have the version of this line where Duncan like says, you know, Robin Hood fancies you. I'm blind and even I can see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right she takes Dun- uh, duncan sent with her to you know protect her not because he's a serious burden on all those around him <laughs> and, right but yeah we get the kiss and the everything i do music starts swelling up and... <laughs> do yeah. it for you but then we uh we find out that the barons are only 10 days away and uh the sheriff doesn't have that shit ton of cash that he promised him Oh no, he's got 99 problems and Barons are one. Oh no. <laughs> so he goes to Mortiana for advice and she does the fortune thing. And she's like, oh, you must, you must get help from the North. Uh, uh, our horrid cousins or something like that. She says, the, and he's the, like, the people who worship our God, but are not the same. Like, the Celts. Yeah. <laughs> yes they'll work for for food literally whoever they kill they eat you know and then she also was like you must align with royal blood then you shall become the king royal blood huh ah i know someone with royal blood marion uh-oh and it's at this time marion's like I have this letter. She goes to the priest and is like, I have this letter. You must get this to the king of France and nobody else. I'll send it with my best courier. Like, cool. I'm going to send my maiden along with him to make sure it gets there. I don't know if that's a good idea, Marion. Well, it's happening, so bye. And uh, spoiler alert. I, I always thought the maiden was like, okay, so they go like, I don't know a mile outside of the town and the courier is like, Oh, my horse is pulling up lame and like clubs the maiden on the back of the head when she's looking down. I always thought she was dead. Yeah. I assumed. Yeah. Uh, Apparently in this extended version, she's back when, um, she just got knocked unconscious. Yeah. She just got knocked unconscious and she's like in the village or or something or, or no, I think she's among like the, uh, the people that were taken later on, but uh, really, yeah, 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 yep. and just like she real quick back. too, it's like, oh yeah, we have all these people from the village. Oh, and the and Marion's handmaiden, and it's like, oh, I don't recall that being there. But anyway, I I was assumed she was dead because it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I I didn't even I didn't even notice her coming back. I also assumed she was dead. Yep. But then we get another part of the extended version that I had never seen before. 
There's a scene where the sheriff and six other Satan worshippers are gathered around a table and he basically gives them bags of gold and they're like, the fuck is this? Well, it's the it's the KKK from earlier. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit. OK. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. all wearing like the white hoods and shit. That's oh, shit. That's right. OK. Yeah. So they show up. Uh, or, 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 yeah. So so he has out these bags of gold. and They're like, where's the rest of it, bro? And he's like, oh, no, no, it's OK, because, you know, this is like a down payment. And then when I become king, I can just, you know, go through the coffers and give you what you want. Oh, by the way, have you met my my friend Maldred? He's like king of the Celts. <laughs> Guy like busts down the door and he like, I don't know, goes over and like shows that he can like, you know, hold his hand over the fire. And it's like, yeah. no problem. I got this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And the, yeah, the lords are all like, okay, okay, I can see where you're all going right, here. Right. Yeah, so then uh, Marion hears a noise. Oh my god, this is my favorite. <laughs> Another one of my favorite parts. Oh, gee. oh, do you want to take it from here, Brandon? Well, I mean, just the part where she hears a noise, she gets up, and literally, it's like the most RKO out of nowhere moment. Like, it looks like someone just dropped a cat into frame. Yep. <laughs> You get your little cat jump scare, and she's like, oh, Nicodemus, you little bastard. But it's like, it's not even like, it doesn't even look like that cat could have possibly jumped in from there. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it, yeah, like, you, you slow it down. It literally is like the cameraman dropped it in front of the, the camera or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Friday the, it's like a Friday the 13th movie for like a minute. Yeah. Well, and then after she gets the cat... Then a soldier pops out of nowhere like an RKO and is like, oh, I ne- <laughs> oh God, what does he say? Like, I never had me a royal girl before or some shit he, like that. He also says, he says, I've never seen the breasts of a beautiful woman. That, that's what it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never seen me the, bre- <laughs> the breasts of a lady before. So, yeah, something like that. So he's seen a lot of man breasts, just never oh. a woman's breasts. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, uh, like she fights him off, but then like five other guards show up and she gets kidnapped. And so then Duncan hops on a horse and sneaks away. But of course, Duncan's blind. So he's like, okay, girl, I'm going to have to use your eyes tonight. Take me to Robin. Which that's a horse command, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Uh, but of course, you know, he's being followed by some other people, but because he's blind and apparently deaf, he doesn't know about any of that. I know. I read that tattoo. I was like, how did he not hear those like a hundred people following? Him? Yeah. Well, that, okay. So yeah, that's okay. Next morning we cut to, you know, Duncan's like passed out on the horse, but it pulls up to the, the Ewok village and they're like, Hey, Duncan's here. What? What's he doing here? And Duncan's like, Robin, they've taken Marion. And he's fucking dead. Like he lived, he lived just long enough to fuck everybody over because then <laughs> you hear like trumpets or something. And it's like, <laughs> we're under attack. And the Celts what? pop out of nowhere. Oh, and just shit. Attack the Ewok village. And uh, the, sh- the sheriff is yelling like, get me prisoners. <laughs> How did Duncan die? Did he get attacked before? I, I don't know. I think, I think he's just old as fuck, dude. Okay. Okay. Like, that's like, cool. I don't like, like it, I, it didn't show like he was hit by any arrows or something as he was, you know, approaching or anything, yeah. but yeah, I, mean, I assumed he wasn't roughed up by the prisoners or, or the, the guards when they, you know, ran a train on Marion. Yeah. Cause I thought he like <laughs> escaped 
Also, by the way, if you're the sheriff, you probably shouldn't let the guard. Um, you probably should be careful with the guard trying to make love to Mary, and if you're trying to have like your offspring be like royalty. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't, don't worry about that part. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, so the Celts attack, and uh, everybody's fighting, and there's so much sword play and arrow play. Yes, everybody was fast as lightning, and. And then the Merry Men win. Yay! Yeah! Fuck you guys! Blah, blah, blah. Yeah! Wait, do you guys hear something? <gasps> Flaming arrows! Yeah! Oh no! Are you walking villages on fire? <laughs> and then there's like a scene where Robin makes it ring gold because, yeah, I guess like the, the soldiers are coming in attacking and he just starts dumping gold. And they're like, ooh, money, money! Yes, yes, I want the money! <laughs> Yeah, this is, like, honestly, I think this is the best scene in the movie. Oh, it really, like, the action in this scene is fucking great. Like, there's a, yeah. a Fanny and the baby or, like, caught, like one of the bridges gets burned down, so they're, like, caught at the top of a tree because, you know, they live in an Ewok village. And uh, <laughs> so Robin's like, all right, I got an idea, and, like, has, like, the, the fucking rope swinging thing. And, uh, yeah, it gets Fanny and the baby out of there. But then... He's swinging back, but the rope gets, it's like burned and it falls and he falls into the mist. Well, Robin's dead. Roll credits. Not a chance. Wait, wait, don't spoil it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. He's dead. Yeah. So, and and yeah, so basically he falls to his death, quote unquote, Uh, (laughs) like everybody else is like either killed or like rounded up and taken as prisoners. The sheriff meets up with Marianne and he's like, so, um, Try to get people to assassinate me lately? Wait, what? I got the letter, bitch! I got oh, the... Oh, what about my maiden? Don't worry about her. <laughs> she She's dead and or being... <laughs> having a train pulled on her. I don't know. Oh, wow. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it gets real graphic with PG-13. She'll show up later. Don't worry. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, he's basically like, hey, you can marry me or I'll kill all your friends down there. That's right. I raided the Ewok village and you helped me oh. and you didn't even know it. <laughs> yep. So she's like, I'll never marry you. Robin Hood will save me. He's like, oh, yes, that the, I've been meaning to tell you. I forgot to lead off with this. Uh, check out this cool necklace I got. <gasps> That's Robin's necklace. Yeah, that bitch dead. No. So, so, so I just want to let you know at this point that all of these children you see here. Oh yes, um, the children. I, I will. uh, Our bonding will allow these children to grow up as my allies. I cannot allow them to grow up as my enemies. That's right. Meaning hashtag child murder unless we get married. Uh, toot sweet. Hashtag implied child murder. I love it. Oh my god. Do you think that hashtag has any tweets about it? I know it's got at least two. <laughs> oh god. Uh so <laughs> All right, so then we go back to the the rubble of the Ewok village and Azim's looking for survivors and he's calling out Christian. Christian, where are you? Cuz that's what he calls Robin. But then he sees something off in the distance. This beautifully backlit silhouette of Robin Hood yeah. is coming out of the forest. Wait, where's all that? Uh, I know where the smoke's coming from. Where's all that light coming from? That right? beautiful, pure white light. <laughs> and uh, this is where Izzy blew my fucking mind. When okay. she asked me, what if Robin 
was Starman. <laughs> oh, shit. Because like, I okay, believe guys. I said, it, I, I think it's an alien. Yeah. Robin Hood oh, that's abducted right. by aliens. That's right. And I made the Starman connection because it's like, yeah, what, what if... <laughs> this alien had come down to earth yep. and found this corpse of Robin hood yep. and was like, this is the form that I shall take, you know, not like Jeff Bridges and Starman. Yep. Guys, I'm and then the rest make... of this movie is an alien. <laughs> I'm going to potentially make you very upset right now. I have never seen Starman. <gasps> you listen to our <laughs> podcast and you haven't watched Starman. My it's John Carpenter, right? Movie? Are you, uh... <sighs> It's it's, it's a it's a Carpenter film, right? Yeah, John Carpenter. It's okay. John Carpenter's romance movie. <clears throat> yeah, no, I've definitely heard of it, and like I've, I I want to watch it, but it's just one of those ones that has escaped me for so long. Maybe I will watch it this week. Maybe it'll come up as a recommendation on my podcast, which you can check out at WWTT Podcast. Oh wait, that's later. Uh, that's more of a for a screening country one, I think. Oh no, I don't mean like we're gonna cover it. I'll just recommend it. Oh, yeah. Time for you to become a John Carpenter completionist. Yeah. I mean, I'm fairly close, I think. I haven't watched man, which ones haven't I watched? I haven't watched Starman and I don't know a whole lot else that I haven't watched of his, honestly. Uh, the Ward. Uh, oh I you know, I have Ghost of Mars. Oh, the Ward I haven't seen. Oh, the Ward and Ghost of Mars might be the only outliers. What's the Dark Star, whatever he did? Oh, I haven't oh, seen that either. Yeah. Okay, okay, you got me. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Thing. So, yeah, I love John Carpenter. There you go. He's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Starman. Uh, oh my God, I think Starman was like the the next thing he did after The Thing. Prince, because he took like he took like a couple years off or something like that. I think so. Donald Pleasant's like Prince of darkness oh, prince of darkness yeah i think that was I, like 87 so i was like after. i've seen that once i don't remember much about it um yeah no i think i've seen like a good chunk of his movies anyway well as you know we've done uh what 10 of his movies on yeah <laughs> <laughs> i forget the exact numbers but... by the way for everybody out there uh if you want a movie that feels very uh appropriate for the time and place we live in watch they live Oh. Wildly underrated. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Which we covered, uh, but but I do love. Put on the glasses. Put that the fight scene is amazing. <laughs> it's about forty-five minutes long. It's it's like one of the greatest fight scenes in the history of fight scenes. <laughs> I think isn't there trivia? I'm sorry to go way off the rails here, but isn't there trivia that that fight scene, like part of it, was a real fight? Yeah. Well, okay. I I know the well, I don't know if it was a real fight, but John Carpenter definitely was like, "All right, guys, just like go for it." Yeah. Like I want you. You guys are both like athletes. Yeah. Do it, and then and we'll just film whatever we get. Well, there was that had... one part in the fight where the uh, the back window gets knocked out of the yeah. car, and and the <laughs> the reaction that Keith David does, I was like, "Wait, is that supposed to be like his car?" Because <laughs> it was well, like yeah, it was like, like motherfucker, then he like breaks the bottle or something. <laughs> That was crazy, too, because I was like, wasn't that character supposed to be homeless? Why is that his car? 
Yeah. Oh, no. Well, because I believe that that car window was not supposed to break for that scene. Yeah. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Also, oh, you have. Oh, a- shit. It's because, like, oh, no, now we have to do another take of this seven minute <laughs> fight that we've been doing. You also have Roddy Piper, a guy, I mean, you know, a pro wrestler. So he's very schooled in sh- making it look as real as possible. Yeah. Yeah. You have a pro athlete and a pro wrestler. Like yeah. so two pro athletes. That's why John Carpenter was like, you guys do it. Like I, I see, I seem to remember, I might be wrong, but I seem to remember that it's like John Carpenter was just like, you guys do what you do. We'll film it. We'll edit it later. And basically they just left everything in. They were like, holy oh. shit. <laughs> guys, right, watch well, they live. Yeah. Well, speaking of professional athletes, yeah. yeah. we then cut to Alan Rickman in a, <laughs> in a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? I don't get it. He's got a swimmer's bud. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, but he's down in the uh, dungeon room with all the new prisoners, and he's basically like, all right, which one of you bitches want to tell me what Robin is? And uh, This is the best, because doesn't he go around, he's like, do you want pain or death? Yes. <laughs> uh, death. Pain. Okay. pain it is. Pain or death. Oh, pain. Oh, pain it is. Do you see? No matter what you say, I will give you pain. That's right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you say. <laughs> oh, shit. The Rick. The Rick. Can you smell? Okay. So then, uh, but then uh, eventually Will Scarlet's like, yeah, I'll tell you where he is. Fuck that dude. Well, no. All right, tell me where he is. Uh, oh, by the way, probably going to have to flog you so it looks convincing when you uh, take a, when you go to meet him. <laughs> I've got a real question for you guys here. Okay. Do you think um, at this point... No, I don't think. I try oh, not okay. to. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, do you, do you guys <laughs> think at this point... Um, sorry, and I don't mean to step on it, but you, you were going to mention that Will Scarlet agrees to like kind of get Robin Hood for him, right? Yep. So do you guys think that like originally he was going to do that, or do you think he made up his mind pretty much right away that he was going to try to help them. I, I think he was just trying to get out of the dungeon really. Okay. So you don't think his initial plan was being a turncoat. Uh, okay. When you say originally, like, like, like when he says him to, at the river, or what the fuck are you like, talking like, about? Like when he says to the sheriff, like, Oh no, I can help you. I can get Robin hood for you. Do you think he initially is, that's his plan? Oh, or do oh, you well, think I, I think he'll do first off he'll do anything to save his own skin. Yeah. Like Steve said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I also think that vengeance against Robin is is something he's into. Yeah. Okay. So you do think initially he's gonna turn on him then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought too. Just wondering. Yeah, so yeah, so so we go back to the burn down Ewok village and uh Robin's you know, like, oh, man, I thought starting this war would be a lot easier than this and no one would die. And, of course, Azim's like, didn't you go to the Crusades? No. Uh, no <laughs> he's basically like, hey, there's no perfect men, only perfect intentions. And, yeah, they have a little laugh about that bullshit. But then, out of the fog comes Will. The Fog! Another good John Harbinger movie. Yes, another one. <laughs> oh, my God, uh, the pirate but, ghost. And, of course, uh, little John's like, you fucking traitor! Like, runs after Will, like, tackles him and starts beating the shit out of him, but then uh, reveals these lash marks all over his torso. And he's like, yep. ah, I've come to deliver a message. They're gonna hang everybody at noon in celebration of the sheriff's wedding to Marion. And, of course, what? Kevin's like, not my girl. <laughs> That's, like, two out of three things I don't want to happen. But then, oh my god. <laughs> the, yeah, right. <laughs> 
But then the real turning point of this movie happens. Brendan, what happens? We find out. And I don't know if this is Robin Hood lore, so I would like to know that as well. I, I don't believe so. I don't think oh. it's it's a thing. Okay. Before this movie. Yeah. Well, we find out that Robin Hood and Will Scarlet are half-brothers. <gasps> because Robin Hood's papa um, decided to hook up with this lady. And, you know, they made together, through the art of sexual uh, fornication, uh, Will Scarlet. And because Robin Hood was like, nah, I don't like that you hooked up with another lady just to desecrate our, my real mom's memory uh robin hood's dad was like all right fuck it i'm leaving her and because of that will scarlet never had a father <gasps> and that's his right. mom uh had a child out of wedlock and that ruined their life that's right you ruined my life like yeah, you ruined everything ruined your life yeah okay that, that's a grudge i guess whatever bro glad it, you got but, over it now i mean yeah. i'm kind of i'm i kind of understand christian slater's like point here but also, like, Kevin Costner, fuck, like, why did you, yeah. why were you like, hey, dad, stop fucking this lady? Yeah. Well, okay, here's my favorite part about this scene. Like, Will drops this thing that, like, I'm your brother, and now I want to know, would you finish this war, or will you run like a biggity-biggity bitch? Will you finish me and, off? And the, whole, and the whole time Kevin Costner's just standing there, like, mouth agape, like, I... I have a brother. <laughs> I have a brother. And they like hug and all that shit. And then I'm just waiting for Will Scarlet to be like, so yeah, that's cool. Again, are you going to run? Or are you going to fight for these people? Well, <laughs> it, here's the point where I was like, is he still going to turn on him? Right. Oh, oh, when they like hug or whatever, that's when Will Scarlet yeah. pulls out the knife and gives him a little shinkity shank. Well, not even that, but I just thought, like, is he still luring him into a trap? Like, because I still didn't really get oh, till later. Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. until the moment where he actually is like, oh, I wasn't able to find him. Robin Hood is dead and shit. Uh, I guess I failed. Like, until that moment, I was like, oh, I think, I still think Will Scarlet might turn on him. Oh, yeah, good point. Good point. But didn't you hear the music swell, though? I mean, I, I did hear the music swell, but again, <laughs> I, I guess I wasn't in the 1991 uh, time yeah. frame enough. Yeah, you got to be ten years old like I was. That that. <laughs> but they're brothers now, and they love each other. That's right, brothers. Unfortunately, I was only four, going on five. Ugh. Goddamn children. Anyway, <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, we get Kevin Costner going, "Hey, we're gonna finish this," and then, uh, and then we get another scene that's only in the extended version, but I fucking love. It's right. the sheriff of Nottingham in his little room at the table, just swimming through gold. Like he's yeah. got it on the table and oh, just he is drunk. <laughs> just drinking and swimming through gold and like bring me more whores, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> is this the he bit? pours the the, oh. the the box the tax box out? And yeah, like rolls around in it. Is this the bit where he's like? Tomorrow, I don't want broke. I don't want to see broken necks. I just want to see them dancing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, and then he notices something on the wall. Well, first he, when he oh. knocks all the gold off, the scribe oh. whose tongue he's had cut out on uh, the witch's orders goes to pick up some coins, and drunk Alan Rickman's like, ah, get out of this bed, get the bag off. <laughs> Yeah, it's just thing on the wall. I put a finger. 
Yeah. That fucking bitch. Yeah. He starts fingering holes in the wall, and he's like, "That bitch." Well, and, he, and there is a that like you get a point of view shot like from inside the inside. hole of Alan Rickman's finger, and like <laughs> even his finger is entertaining in this. Yeah. It, like goes through, it's like feel, 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 feel. Yeah, you, you almost expect like somebody on their side to be like, "Ow, my eye." No. I love that. I love this scene because, like, I guess I missed it earlier when they showed that there was like someone watching, uh, or maybe I just didn't like really well, put it together. It but like back when in, like, they the beginning, beginning, yeah, yeah, it was like like the first scene yeah. in that room. Yeah. yeah, like maybe I just didn't. I was like, oh, that's a whatever. But like when they clued in, and then when the when it was revealed that the witch was watching the whole time, and then she like clearly didn't have powers. I was like. Oh, there's no magic in this movie. That makes more sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, he runs up to talk to the witch and it's like, you've been spying on me. You don't know shit. And uh, I want the truth. And she's like, yeah, basically without me, you're nothing because I'm the one that guided you to the position you're in. Also, you're my son. <laughs> okay. I murdered the, the sheriff's baby for you. What have you done for me lately? Thank now, you for revealing that because I wrote down, I don't know if she's his mother. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Watching it as a 10 year old kid, I always assumed it was his mother. Yeah. I, I, I don't like watching it this time. There was, I don't know if it's because of extended version or what, but there was like a little thing. She's like, Oh, oh no, that's right. It must be the extended version because it's like, uh, I, I didn't know he was a Satanist or whatever either. And, uh, there's a, thing earlier where he's like oh oh so you my parents wanted you to raise me in these satanic ways or whatever and she's like yes it was that dying wish and <laughs> and and so it's like i just always assumed like yeah it was his mother but because she was you know a witch or whatever she had to like hide live in the the tower where nobody knew she was there kind of a thing you know right but but, but yeah it's more elaborated on so it was like yes i I am your mother. You are my son. And this whole thing was so that my grandchild shall be king of England. Yeah, I was like, I, I didn't know. I, I was perplexed. I was yeah. absolutely perplexed. Excellent. Ah, oh, glad you love this movie. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard. Oh. So then, okay. So then we cut back to the forest and, uh, they're uh, the the merry men are coming up with a plan to how they're going to assault the castle and save everybody. And we are also introduced to gunpowder. Oh, we are. We are. Oh yeah. It, it's coming to that part. And uh, the friar, uh, basically he brings in uh, these wine barrels uh, for the uh, celebration uh, and like, all right, no blades, no blows, leave your weapons here. Yeah. And, no, nobody brings in any, uh, any fucking rock potatoes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? Right. That, that fucking uh, Hercules, Hercules movie. My potatoes! <laughs> My cabbages! Yeah. So then, uh, to, to get in, uh, well, Robin's in there so that the uh, guards don't mess with him, he covers himself in shit. Fun fact, this was supposed to be earlier in the scene when he was going to church, and that's why uh, Marion t- tells him to take a bath. Oh. But they cut it a little differently. They want, like- It was so good, they wanted to save it till the end. Sounds like an interesting tidbit that does. Yeah, it's an even funner fact. Oh, right. it might be more interesting. If it was a tidbit. So then uh, part of their plan is they take one of these wine barrels, quote unquote, they, you know, the barrels filled with gunpowder, and they put it at the stand where they're going to hang everybody. Yes. Um, so we get a nice little scene of them putting, setting that up 
And yeah, the sheriff says, like, yeah, bring him out. Hang him. It's going to be great. Uh, Azim's taking his position up in the tower to, like, uh, I don't know, shoot the, 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 the barrel. And so it explodes and everybody's safe or dies in the shrapnel, whatever. The other, oh my God. Okay. But then, uh, like the, they're all being brought out and, uh, little John's kid. Um, I, I forget his name. We'll, we'll just call him boy. Uh, uh smaller he John. That, l- l- yes, littlest l- l- John. The littlest John. <laughs> Maybe that sounds tomorrow like a movie about I'll finally settle down <laughs> until tomorrow. I'll what happens when an eight-year-old boy inherits his dad's pimp kingdom? <laughs> the littlest John. The littlest John. One of my favorite Canadian TV series. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, but the boy uh, recognizes Will Scarlet in the crowd, and he's like, "You traitor!" And starts traitor! like jumping on him and like beating the shit out of him. Will's like, "Stop! Stop, dude! We're here to save you. Stop this shit!" Um, but then, you know, the sheriff's like, what the, what the fuck's going on over there? Oh, Hey, it's that Will Scarlet guy. Bring him here a little closer. They're like, Oh, I found a knife on him. He's like, eh, well, you know, gotta be safe. (laughs) I got, I got my permit for that. You know, that kind of shit. And this is the moment in the movie, by the way, where I was like, Oh, Will Scarlet's not a turncoat. Like this is the only moment where I realized. Ah, when he's uh, sentenced to death, but, uh, yeah. When he says that Robin Hood is, he found Robin Hood, but he was already dead. I was like, okay, so he's lying. So clearly he's aligned himself with the good guys. Nice. Uh, but they uh, they take him up to, you know, hang him too, because, you know, why not? Uh, but they take him up there and realize, oh, holy shit, that's right. We only have 10 nooses up here. Well, I guess you'll have to wait till the next round. <laughs> ah, not so fast. Here's a nice little barrel we can tie you down on to decapitate you. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's the gunpowder one. No. Freedom. Oh, this isn't working. This isn't working. Then they start hanging people. Oh, kid it. first. They go with the kid first. That's right. That kid was, first. That was fucking crazy. Hashtag child murder. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, holy shit. Movie's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. That's when Brandon knew this was the perfect movie. <laughs> you knew. You knew. As soon as you the hashtag almost child murder, you're like, Brendan, come on bo- come aboard. <laughs> this, come aboard, good this buddy. This is what we want. Let's sail away. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, but then uh so Robin's like, oh shit, that kid's hanging. Uh pulls out bow and arrow, Yay. takes a shot, just nicks the rope. Ah, has to fight off a couple of dudes to get the second shot off. <laughs> So the boy's saved because, you know, gets the rope and he's safe. But then everybody's like, oh, shit, we got to <laughs> just start hanging people and, <laughs> and they're like and kicking the barrels and stuff out. And yeah, Azim and fires I... a flaming arrow into a big pile of the barrels. Yeah. Boom, 90s explosion. <laughs> I was going to say, I know that like he has like precision aim, like Robin Hood is like a master at aiming the arrow or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. like <laughs> that rope is moving so much. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, the kid's swinging, he's fighting off dudes as he's, like, pulling the bow back and shit, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, yeah, after the big explosion, like, they uh, get most of the troops that are on the outside of the wall, they cut them off at the drawbridge, so there's only, like, I don't know, a dozen or so. And, uh, yeah, everybody, like, is hanging now, and Will's (laughs) about to get axed, but then... The dancing! Yes, they're doing a little (laughs) little dancing. And uh, Will's about to get decapitated by the axeman. But then <gasps> Kevin Costner grabs a flaming arrow, Woo! pulls it back, <gasps> releases it slowly. <sighs> Slow-mo. 
thunk, right in the X-Men's chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, his anybody, head. His head. That's right. Did anybody else catch that? I don't even know if this is part of the script. When the executioner is like standing over Will Scarlet, like Christian Slater, he fucking drools on Drools on face. him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's always room for one more. He's like slobbering on him like he's fucking Andy Circus or something. It, it looked so much like Christian Slater wasn't expecting it. Yeah. He's like, all right, cut. <laughs> I didn't get treated like this on the set of Pump Up the Volume. Has this guy had his shots? Yeah. <laughs> hey, gleaming the cube, this ain't. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the sheriff uh, takes Marianne and he's going to take her to the Tower Chapel to, uh, you know, finish the wedding thing and do the deed. Uh, meanwhile, Azim. He actually gives a rousing speech to the people like, I fight with Robin Hood. Fight for your homes. Fight for your country. Yeah. Ah. I'm a black guy in a Christian nation, and even I fight <laughs> yeah. with this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that big speech is crazy. Yeah, and everybody's like, the sheriff is near. No. Um, <laughs> but this so isn't even, like, it. the craziest part of the scene. Oh, go for it. Oh, well, I don't even know if this is the right spot, but... Robin Hood and Azim decide that, you know, it's probably a good idea to to sit on a catapult. Yep. <laughs> That's my next note. <laughs> I mean, it works, but, like, what were the chances there? Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when they get in the catapult and it's like, I think they say something like, is, is she worth it? Worth dying for? Absolutely. All right. And then they, like, get the catapult, so on them, just slap into the wall, roll credits. But instead, uh, they get over the wall, and then this is where you get Will Scarlet F-bomb. Yeah, he's like, fuck me. <laughs> fuck me, he cleared it. <laughs> the most Christian Slater thing ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, so they get taken up, uh, Marion gets taken up to the tower and uh, run into Mortiana for the first time. <laughs> And basically she's like, oh, God, a witch. And then the witch is like, she's fertile. You must take her now. We're like, not before yeah. we'll win. <laughs> yeah. And you might think Steve, you might think Steve is like, you know, doing a little bit more over the top. But that's basically how he nope. delivers that line. Yeah. But I've seen this movie dozens of times, guys. This is anyway. Uh, so. So, yeah, Robin gets to the door, but it's locked. Damn English oak. And they even, like, try, like, taking a statue, him and Azim, and, like, there's, like, a statue of the sheriff. And they're, like, using it as a battering ram, and that's not working. This is where I found out the sheriff's name is George, because the priest is like, Do you, George, sheriff of Nottingham, take this woman, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yes, yes, get on with it. And uh, Robin uh, decides he's going to take the stairs and get take an alternate route. And uh, but they're still banging at the door from Azim as he's trying to, I don't know, kick it down or whatever. And uh, <laughs> and this is a uh, this is ruining the sheriff's concentration as he's trying to, you know, uh, consummate the marriage. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, as far as rape scenes go, this one's kind of funny. I mean, yeah. Uh, Am I the only one? No. Okay. Uh, it's it's tame. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> but all right. So this is no then, Hercules. This is no Jomo Hercules here. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, but, she's not gonna get crushed with the rock. That's right. <laughs> with the rock. With a rock. 
Oh, fuck. By the rock. No. John Morrison throws <laughs> Dwayne Johnson at his family. <laughs> He's just going around, you know, crushing wives. Yeah, but to uh, to help help with her son's concentration, Mortiana decides to sneak out. I guess through one of her back tunnels or whatever. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Mortiana yeah. sneaks out by her back t- yeah. tunnel. Yeah, her her wide open back tunnels. <laughs> and apparently, she grabs a spear and ah, gets a zine with it. Ah, <gasps> right in the leg. And then she oh, gets after screaming, the painted man. I didn't know you were real. Just like the gypsy woman says. Exactly. <laughs> The gypsy woman being me. No. But then uh, after he gets stabbed, she, basically she gets tossed across the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Robin comes like swinging on a banner and crashing in the window. Uh, they're in the chapel. And uh, yeah, he like draws a sword and is like, come on, sheriff. That's not how you treat a lady. And the sheriff's like, oh, God damn it. And pulls out <gasps> his father's sword. Yes. Lord oh. Loxley's sword. Oh, not his father's dick? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look for me, I am? <laughs> I haven't seen that since oh, I was a boy. No. Uh, Renny, still there? I'm still here. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I haven't heard an oh my god in like 12 seconds, so I always assumed the line's been dropped. Uh, no, no, I'm still with you. Yeah, then we get a we get a pretty sweet little uh, sword fighting scene between the sheriff and Robin. Yeah. And they're in the chapel and Oh, yeah, the priest, like, gets the fuck out of there and, like, starts loading up on gold, but uh, runs into the friar. Oh, no! Babe, what, what does the friar do? Uh, slices open the bag so the gold starts pouring out. and Basically, is like, if I'd known you were going to sell your soul for a few things of gold, I would have traded you for some of the beer. And I believe kicks him right out the fucking stained glass oh, window. He basically loads his arms up with the gold and says, you'll need this to pay the man oh, on your way to hell! And then kicks Yay! him... Ryan Tuck murders this motherfucker. Yeah, oh, he yeah. does. And then we get a nice little scene where he like looks down and sees like people like taking the gold from his corpse and stuff. It's like, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you pick the Pope's uh, corpse clean clean of gold? Oh, totally. Take his rings yeah. and shit. Oh yeah, that hat. The, yeah, that keep the hat. <laughs> yeah, you don't need. I mean, yeah, I mean, the hat's how you get caught. They got the locator in there. I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. Pope, who is it? Francis, right now? Uh, sure. Yeah. Pope Francis, you're all right. Yeah, yeah you're he's, right. he's one of the good ones. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a decent pope. But I will say that if you were laying on the ground, uh, uh, recently murdered, I would still take your rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> respectfully, respectfully take your rings. I, I I would give ten Hail Marys that evening just to be safe. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, let's see. Yeah, the little fight scene continues and. Uh, you know, the uh, there's actually like like the sheriff actually like gets him at one point and like has the sword to his chest and is basically like, well, I'm about to run you through just like I did your dad. And then I assume your mother at some point. I don't know. I'm just talking shit right now. Just like, you know, monologuing away. Hmm. And then uh, Marion like screams or something. Get him turn his head. And that's when Robin pulls that bejeweled dagger and yeah! stabs it right into the sheriff. And he's like, Pruh! And I love how he like looks down and like kind of recognizes the dagger and is like, wait, is this the one I gave you? Oh, fuck. And then like dies on the windowsill. Yeah. And then Robin and Marion, they get close. They're about to. Oh, shit. Here comes Mortiana with the spear. Ah! 
and running right at Robin. He's got no weapon. But then Azim, out of nowhere, like an RKO, tosses his fucking sword. Hits Mortiana. She flies across the room, dead. It's another it's another horror movie moment, right? Along, yeah. Like with the alongside the uh, the cat scare, another horror movie moment where the the villain comes back for one last fright. That's right. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. So then uh, Azim's Azim has saved the day. He's repaid his debt as he's like bleeding out there in the doorway. Uh, I'm gonna go now. Yep, he's Those like are, this country's fucked. That's right. And then uh, we get Robin and Marion kissing. And then as I've written down, man, what a wild last 10 minutes of my life. <laughs> Says uh, Marion. Mary, I think when you say Robin and Mary, Mary kissing, I think you mean uh, made Marion sucking on a ham for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not the best kiss ever. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no lake house, but. Yeah. We then cut to the woods. Where Robin and Marion are being married. Yay! Yay! Friar Tuck's there. It's going to be great. Do you Holy take this woman? Wait! Holy shit. What happens, Brandon? <gasps> King Richard returns, and it's Sean fucking Connery. <laughs> My brain melted. I had no idea. Did you, like, Izzy, did you know he was in this movie? Oh, as soon as that popped up, I was like, oh, I've seen this part. Oh, see, <laughs> like, I, I screamed it way too loud. <laughs> see, he showed up and I was like, he's in this fucking movie. <laughs> I was so fucking, I was so taken, like, I was just so taken. Ta- not taken two or taken three? Um, Taken one. It was oh. just my daughter. Nice. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, King Richard, yeah! played by the late great Sean Connery, shows up and he uh, gives the bride away. You know, uh, I, I think it's her cousin yeah. or something. Yes, or their cousin. Niece, Stop! I, I cannot allow this wedding to continue unless yeah. I can give away the bride. <laughs> Hello, cousin. By the way, Robin, you're a lord again. Thanks for keeping my throne warm for me. And at this <laughs> time, I take prima note. No, wait. That's not what happens in this one. <laughs> that's another King Richard, I believe. <laughs> The Lionheart, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, is it, is it the same one? I'm going to have to check my history books on that one. But, yes, uh, I do believe so. King Richard it's... the Lionheart is also wait, the... Wait, wait. Wait, wait, the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? No, no, the uh, the Braveheart movie. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's loved by some, hated by others. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, they get married. There's the big old kiss. They release the doves. Credits start rolling. Everything I do. Oh my god. So fucking weird. So <laughs> that, fucking so, weird. Right? Here's something, here's something we found out in the end credits. If you put that uh those <laughs> credits at time and a half, everything I do, it's a banger. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's a mean, hell of a lot more catchy at time and a half. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's a great song. Yeah, I, nice. I, I I like Brian Adams, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, but I've got his greatest hits, both of them. Playing mm-hmm. that at the end of this movie was wild <laughs> like it just like oh just like the, the 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 framing of that in like a period piece like this it just it i knew it was like so i knew there was a brian adams song that was like the main theme or whatever like best original song or whatever it was but i did yeah. not know that it was actually in the movie <laughs> so so what you're saying is it's more appropriate when it's brian adams 
Rod Stewart and Sting doing the theme to the Three Musketeers, All for oh, One and All for Love. Please, that's much more appropriate. Please, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> you have you've not seen the Three Musketeers with Oliver Platt and Charlie Sheen and Kiefer Sutherland and Tim Curry and Chris O'Donnell? No, I have not. Yeah. Wow. 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 Wee. Wow. Coming soon. No. I don't. <laughs> no. Probably not. But <laughs> guys, that was the credits. Yeah. Rent. Brendan, what did you think your first time watching Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? So there was a bit of a struggle here because I'm going to say this right now. Kevin Costner's performance in this movie is <laughs> terrible. It, like he is, he is, it's not even that it's terrible. Like he's bad in the movie, but it's also like the most baffling casting decision. Look, okay. Here, here's the way I see it. Cause yeah, he's definitely the worst part, but he's basically playing the straight man to everybody else's quips. Yeah. Yeah. Like whether it's Friar Tuck, it, whether it's the sheriff or whoever, it's like, he's basically there. So other people can be funny and charismatic, which, <laughs> you know, is the exact opposite of most Robin Hood movies. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, exactly. Cause like, I mean, I just recently, like not that long ago, I watched like the Errol Flynn one, like from the thirties, like the late thirties. And that one, like Errol Flynn is like the charismatic one. Like he is yeah. the guy in that movie who just has a lot of fun and he's really interesting to watch. And uh, I don't know, he does a pretty decent accent. <laughs> Um, kevin costner just using his kevin costner voice was very off-putting um i'm assuming his british accent accent? what would you have preferred he did an accent i just would have preferred he someone else played the role like it was just so odd um now on the other side of the coin alan rickman is obviously amazing in this movie and some of the action sequences are like really well done. So, I mean, it outweighs it a little bit. So it is 155 minutes. It's a staggering runtime, but I will say that um, there are good things about it. Um, just bear in mind, you have to deal with Kevin Costner as the, probably the blandest Robin Hood I've ever seen. How about you, babe? Yeah, I'd recommend it. I mean, it's a hundred percent worth it for uh Alan Rickman yeah. just eating this movie up. Fantastic. And then Sean Connery at the end. Holy shit. <laughs> yep, that's the money shot. Just, ugh! Right? Anyway. Yeah, I, obviously I recommend it. I love this stupid fucking movie. Un- unapologetically. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, <gasps> oh, man, we got some fun facts. More beer. <laughs> and what we learn from the Prince of Thieves. Hey everybody, join us on April 10th when we'll be hosting Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, Please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. 
so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. All right, Pickles, just, of course, you'll be right here in the way all the time because you're a sack of nothing. All right. Lay down, you old dumb shit. Oh, pickles! See, even Brandon doesn't like you. I love pickles. Shut up. Nobody loves pickles. <laughs> I love pickles. No, stop lying. <laughs> Don't worry, Brendan. He can't hear you or us. Pickles, <laughs> I, love you. I love you. I love you. He's he's definitely the Duncan of the group. Huh? How dare you? Hey everybody, this is Jason and Jeff and Blake, and we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man, or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons, I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network. Or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. This is Eric Avari, and you are listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my god. Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh man, I don't know about you guys. I could uh, definitely go for a drink. I am sober. Let's fix this. I am not, but keep going. Nice. Well, from a uh, Roosters Brewing Company here in Ogden, Utah, Ooh. we have their double IPA with multi backbone with a tropical hop finish. Eight percent alcohol by volume. Booyah! And matap. Oh, matap! Nice. I wanted to give it a Robin Hood flavor. Matop. And the poor. This is a beautiful golden brown ale. It has an off-white foamy head that's got lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles make me happy, Gaffner. Make me happy. Boy. Ooh. 
Ooh, that yeah. has a hoppy and malty aroma on that right mm. now. Yeah, that's uh, that's making me kind of drool just sniffing oh, it. Oh man, this is good. Yeah, tropical, a little piney, uh, a little bit of citrus and stuff on the hops mm-hmm. and everything. But yeah, this is a good full-bodied beer. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you, you can definitely feel the eight percent. It's uh Oh yeah. It's it's a big one. I like it. <clears throat> this feels like a big beer, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. Big beer. Yep, that's Rooster's Double IPA. Woo! Reminds me of that. Uh, I don't know why. But when you said big beer, have you ever seen that? Like, it's like a commercial parody with like Will Ferrell, and it's like big brawn, feminine napkins. <laughs> he's like, he's like a giant lumberjack, and it's like big oh, brawn, feminine yeah, yeah. napkins. Yeah, when it's like the double rolls or whatever. Big yeah. yeah, and he's like, he like pulls up like the roof of a house, and he's just like, ha. Oh, I think Brendan has a question for you. Oh, Brendan, do you have a question for me? Um, I do. As soon as I get my dog to lay down, just one sec. No time for (laughs) you to make sweet love to your dog. (laughs) So mean to talk about Mariah that way. Oh boy. (laughs) I heard everything, but yes, we're good now. Um, oh, okay, I'll start again. Wait, what do you want me to ask? <laughs> uh, Brendan, would you be interested in any fun facts? You mean some fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts, and they're also interesting tidbits. They're way better than interesting tidbits. But How <laughs> dare you. So much better. Like, like if there was a fun fact and an interesting tidbit both on a table, you just throw that tidbit straight in the trash. My God, I need an adult. well brendan before you go look for an adult uh what do you think the critics thought on rotten tomatoes of robin hood prince of thieves i remember this being pretty mixed when i was five years old i remember hearing the critics reviews (laughs) no i i I think this movie has the reputation of being pretty mixed i'm gonna say something like 45 percent babe how about you Mm, i don't think people liked this a whole heck of a lot i'm gonna say 36 percent 51% 51% with the critics, Ooh. but the audience score, the important one. What do you think? Brendan? Uh, uh, 64. Babe? 45. 72% with the audience. Wow. Shit. This shit's amazing. Excellent. Uh, how good was it? Well, $48 million budget. You know, not bad for uh, early 90s, right? Yeah, I made like a bajillion dollars. U.S. gross, $165 million. Worldwide, $390.5 million. God damn. Mm-hmm. And and am I right in saying, like, I know 51% of Rotten Tomatoes, but, like, pretty much down the middle, right, as far as, like, re- reaction to this? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, the audience a little higher, like, but yeah, it, like nowadays it's like, oh yeah, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I kind of remember that one. Or it's like, oh yeah, Kevin Costner. I, I'm I'm just gonna say though, like, I know you, you said it was 72 for audience, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 72. I, mean, I think I think a great deal of that is n- nostalgia too, because like I think at the time even audiences, like I think everyone was pretty divided. Maybe I'll have to put it up on a Twitter poll because having just watched it again, I forgot how much I love this movie. People love Alan Rickman, guys. Yeah. I love Alan Rickman, but there are issues. 
Well, guys, did you know that Alan Rickman turned down the role of the sheriff twice oh. before he, he was told he could uh, more or less do whatever he wanted with his interpretation of the character? Oh, that, that makes so much sense. That's yep. fucking amazing. Yep. Uh, as we mentioned before, the initial trumpet flourish of the title score became Morgan Creek's theme music. Also, yep. Disney used it for their logo during DVD previews. I remember that, All too. Right. Yep. yep, okay. Yep. Uh, Johnny Depp turned down the role of Will Scarlet. Ooh, that would have been interesting. Yeah. Uh, Robin Wright was the original choice to play Maid Marian, but she had to drop out as she was pregnant with her first child. Oh. I gotta uh, say, too, I feel like if Johnny Depp was going to play Will Scarlet, that role would have been bigger. Maybe. I mean, it's still like Edward Scissorhands, Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Edward Scissorhands, and then maybe like Benny. No, Benny and June was after that, wasn't it? Yeah, it's right. like, yeah, it like 90, 92. Yeah, it's like either right before or right after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but guys, Carrie Ells was offered the role of Robin Hood, but turned <gasps> it down because he, he thought the... Yes. So good. So in this alternate universe, Carrie Ells and Robin Wright would have been Robin Hood and Maid Marian, <gasps> basically second. Princess Bride. Oh my God, and the versus Wait. Alan Rickman. Wait yes. a second. Was it Carrie Elwes in Men in Tights? He absolutely he, yeah. was because yes, that's the next, the continuation of that fact. He did, however, portray the character in the spoof Robin Hood Men in Tights two years later. I, I would argue, I would argue, a better portrayal of Robin Hood. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Yeah. You put Carrie Elwes in this movie. This is like an all-time banger. Yeah, not just to me, thing. but like everybody. Oh, That's yeah. the thing, like, I don't even dislike Kevin Costner in general, but, like, man, he is just so miscast in this movie. Yeah. Well, okay, well, on that note, oh boy. on breakfast television in the UK, Mel Gibson said he was offered the role, but he had just done a period movie, Hamlet, 1990, and mm-hmm. passed. But basically, on that note, so he basically made Braveheart four years later, which is essentially the same story. I mean, there's even a King Richard and like freedom. I don't know. I mean, Mel Gibson, the person aside, he probably would have made a better Robin Hood. Maybe. Like in the early oh, 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. More, better than Kevin Costner, but not Carrie. Yeah, Elle. that's what I mean. Not, not better. Um, Carrie Elwes is still <laughs> top. Oh, God. Mel Gibson going like full Australian accent with it. Oh, him. shit. Fuck. Does he even have the accent anymore? Like, I feel like he oh, no, no. I, I think he. I think he lost it like in the eighties, like Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once Thunderdome happened, he was like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got this new movie, Bird on Hawaii, I gotta lose the accent for. <laughs> I I wanna go for my first Oscar. <laughs> Lethal weapon. It's a Christmas movie. I can't have an English accent. I think I'm Scrooge. <laughs> you hear about Chris Rock joining us for Lethal Weapon 4? Crikey. Clever girl. Yeah. So <laughs> 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 yeah, so so uh, rumor has it that Kevin Costner wanted to use an English accent, oh, uh, no. but director Kevin Reynolds didn't want him to. Apparently, Costner uh, would affect the accent uh, when he was arguing with Reynolds on the set, but not when they were, <laughs> but not when they were in agreement. Uh, Costner oh. claims that he was initially asked to use an accent and hired a dialect coach, but that was stopped and the coach was fired. So, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, apparently Christian's, uh, oh yeah, here we go. Christian Slater ad-libbed Will Scarlet's line of, fuck me, he cleared it. Heh. I After, knew it. I knew it. 
Yep. And director Kevin Reynolds kept it in the movie because it was funny, despite the historical inaccuracy. Hmm. Yeah, because I don't think that was as far as I know, after watching Nicolas Cage's The History of Swear Words on Netflix, I don't believe that was uh, that was a thing that people said at the time. Correct. Uh, but speaking of ad libbing, Alan Rickman ad libbed the line about calling off Christmas and yes. Loxley, I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. Oh, the best lines of the movie that's right <laughs> sir sean connery was 61 when he played king richard who was 37 at the time of the movie setting <laughs> but he had lived a horrible 37 years i assume <laughs> oh. i mean he went to that fucking zardoz planet <laughs> that oh, aged him right. a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i take this in the name of zardoz yeah the- uh, the penis is evil. Uh, the novelization of this movie gives insight to a couple of significant edits. First and foremost, Kevin Reynolds was reportedly very upset at the removal of the scenes where the sheriff learns of the witches' his mother. And another scene in which Robin uh, rubs himself with manure was moved from early in the movie to the end. And, of course, making sense with the scene in the church where uh, Marion explains that he should take a bath. And uh, another interesting fact... No mention is made of Prince John in this movie, the younger brother of Richard the Lionheart. Oh. Who's, you know, historically yeah. like the main villain, right? Yeah. Yeah. But now, the important question. Brandon, what did we learn from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Well, I mean, I learned a couple things. Um, real quick, I learned uh, You're Welcome for Brian Adams, Sincerely Canada. And... <laughs> I learned don't trust anybody who says they're a witch because they're probably just watching your life through a glory hole. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Babe, how about you? Oh, I learned I love Alan Rickman in anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned if you're uh, trying to avoid the cops, uh, try covering yourself in shit. That's how I you mean... Do it. Just, just not the face, though. You don't want to be darker. I mean, I learned that it hurts more if you cut somebody's heart out with a spoon. Oh, yes. <laughs> I learned how much I missed Michael Wincott in movies. Oh, well, you're in luck, Brendan, because I'm joining everything I learned from movies at the third oh! It was weird that you didn't announce this beforehand. <laughs> I will be the new third co-host, my lady. Get that interview. Uh, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Oh, I was so close to getting James Remar. Anyway, anyway. You uh, let's see what else I learned. Oh, I learned if you're going to propose marriage, uh, one good way to do it is threaten the lives of many children. Oh, yes. Hashtag child murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, I got a podcast called What Were They Thinking? Uh, it is a podcast of a bad to questionable movies, which I uh, co-host with my buddy Nathan. Uh, you can find us on Age of Radio, much like these these chaps here, this lady and gentleman. Um, we are also on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook. Just search for us. We are there. Um, we are. I also have a podcast called For Screen and Country. 
And that is a podcast about the BFI, that's the British Film Institute, top 100 British films of all time, which I uh, co-host with uh, my buddy Jason. Again, Stephen Izzy have been on both of these podcasts before, so you can check that out. Um, also on Age of Radio and also on uh, Twitter at BFI underscore pod. Uh, you can search for us on Facebook as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, the top 100 British movies on the BFI, but like, it's, it, you know, we're not stuffy. We have some fun. We have some Ooh. fun guys. Brenda, I mean, being ask, where is this movie on the BFI top 100? Uh, well, it's surprising. I'm looking at the list right now and I'm very sorry. It's not on the list. Wait, what? Uh, I, I'm, I apologize. Oh, it's oh, on the, it's on this the is an B- American production. That's why it's oh, on okay. the BIFI. That's the British imposters film Institute. Mm, I'll uh, allow it. I believe it's number 42. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on Etsy and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all of that stuff, especially over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, where you can use promo code EILFM at checkout to get 20% off on your sale and help out this year podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I've, I've been in maker mode. I've made so much new fun stuff. Yeah. How about you, Steve? Can we find you anywhere? Oh, well, you can find us at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, coming up on April 10th, we have Podcart Fest. Yes, the celebration of podcasts and artists coming together for a nice virtual festival where you can meet and interact with all kinds of different artists and podcasts. Oh, my God. I mean, this is recorded a little early, but uh, got some big celebrities that may be lining up for this. It's going to be great. Uh for more information, though, follow us at PodCartFest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Again, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for more details. Uh, so, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Brendan. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Watch. Look into your eyes